0: Yo, what's up everybody? Dope as Yola here. Thomas, whatever you want to call me. I am here with Marty O'Neill. What's up, folks? What's up, guys? Today, you are back on another episode of the Dope As Usual podcast. We're here to talk about life, drugs, accomplishments, problems, and everything in between. Today, we have a very, very big fan-requested guest. This is Larry Lawton. This is the Larry Lawton episode. Thank you for being here.
1: Oh, I'm really happy to be here, Thomas. Thank you for being here. The first
0: question, the first thing I am going to say, I usually don't do this. But just in case everybody's like, Larry Lawton, why have I seen that face? Please explain real quick in a nutshell. What do you do now? Well, We'll get into it before. What do you do right
1: now? Right now I have a uh, YouTube channel that's called Larry Lawton Jewel Thief. Now I was the biggest jewel robber in the country. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I started a YouTube channel a little over two years ago. It blew up because I'm the real deal. Yes. And I tell it like it is. The, what clicked on my YouTube channel is I have the number one watched playlist, Gangster Redemption series. Oh, that's wild. And it's my actual book, which we have and we'll show. It's my book that I narrate online and people just, wow, is this real? Of course, it's been fact checked a thousand times. It's 100% real. And that's what's so easy for me to come on your show. Oh, you, you can ask me, it. I don't give a fuck. Ask me anything you want, and uh, I'm an open book. And I think that's the way we should. But I do want to say thanks again for having me. I love your show. I've been thanks. watching it before I go on shows. I, you, I love you. the way you guys hang, party, and stuff. And we're going to get into all of this in a bit. Well,
0: yeah, thank you for being here. Marty and I, so the, the, how I found you. It's like 2 in the morning. I'm high as shit. My girlfriend's asleep. I'm like, all right, she's asleep. I'm watching whatever the fuck we're watching. And then I see a picture of you. And it goes... Prison, fi- hmm. I love stories, man. That's my thing. I love telling stories. I started it two seconds in. and go, oh, this guy's a real prisoner. I can tell. I grew up with a lot of uh, inmates around me, so I know <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Let's watch this. I watched about three minutes in. The next morning, I woke up, text our booking agent. Mike like, there's a person named Larry Lawton on YouTube. Please yeah. book this person right now. Yeah. And that was it. I've been watching. I won't say. I've only watched about four because I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to learn everything about you and then come here and go, oh, really? Oh, I knew that already.
1: So I want to learn as the audience learns today. And that's great. It's funny because I, I was just at Caril as a friend and, and we had a big party and he ended up doing the same thing. And he says, Larry, I fell down your rabbit hole. Yeah. I watched six hours of your videos. I couldn't get off the videos. Oh, no. And then we were at a party and it was real. I got to thank him too. It was a great party. But this is, this is like, you know, when I come on the podcast and so I've been around the TV, I do a lot of national TV, all that kind of stuff. I like your podcast just because the way it's done, it's real. It's like I do my podcast now, which we started called the real deal with Larry Lawton. It's blowing up. Now, when did you start that? Oh, six months ago. If that, if that, and that's blowing up because we do it where there's no cut, no shit, no edit. You say it, I tell people, you come on on, you better Don't be real. You fuck up. You fuck up. The world's gonna know <laughs> about it, you know? <laughs> yep. And I and I like that part of it. And I think that's the catch for us. You have it, obviously, great setup. Thanks for the whole you know, the hospitality and everything. Of You're a professional. And I love coming on. And now I'm an open book. And that's what I, I think we're gonna have fun today. The best thing about being real is you never have to backtrack and go, What did I tell that person?
0: I could never live like that. We talk about this a lot. I would never be able to sleep. Or
1: live like that. You know, people say to me, oh, I heard that story 10 years ago. Well, it's, it's a real story. I don't say it because it's me. It cause it's me. Yeah. You want to know about how to hide a knife up your ass? I'm going to oh, tell you. Shit. But that's going to happen. This show is going to get wild. But it, it's, you know, it's because it's it's not made up. It's not real. I lived that. I was in the joint for a really long time. Tortured views. We're going to get into a lot of things. And uh, I, I think it opens people's eyes because the message, too, is you can make bad choices, but you can turn around and become a success. Always. And that is what I, I think most people know from doing every drug, robbing, mob shit. I mean, I was the gamut. And then you could come out on the other side, you know, for the right reasons. And especially with me, you know, I went away when my daughter was 15 months old and my son was just turned seven, two days. Oh. And, I, and I didn't get out till my son was 18. My daughter was 13. So I had a, a, a tough all my own fault. Yes. I'll never try to tell anybody, oh, me, that 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 shit, don't cut it. Things happen for reasons or whatever they are. And now I'm here, and, you know, we're going to be on a podcast, and I know you reach a lot of guys who party, and we're, we're going to smoke. We're going to have a good time. and But you can do that and still be responsible. You exactly. can still have fun. You can still live your life. And I think that's important for a lot of people to know.
0: I love that you started off with that. That's what me and Marty preach. Like, I can do everything I do. I can smoke a joint, too. It's fine as long as you're responsible You get your shit done because once it becomes the responsibility on the back end, that's when you start seeing your friends go to jail and seeing people fuck up.
1: My, my saying in all of stuff, and you're going to like this, you can use it. You control it. Don't let it control you. And that could be anything. That could be gambling. That could be food. That could be pot drugs anything i'm a pro- proponent of letting people make choices now if you do drugs and you go rob for those drugs mm-hmm. now you're going to be held accountable yeah but if you're at your house and you want to do whatever i don't give a fuck what you do i mean but be responsible you control it don't let it control you put the it and fill in whatever you want exactly that's the it is blank The it is the blank you control pot don't let pot control you
0: yeah it's true i don't know it's harmless but I've seen motherfuckers throw their lives away, just smoke a weed, not doing shit.
1: You I've know, seen it listen, that you make a funny statement? I've done every drug in the book. When I do weed, I'm usually lay down. I want to fucking I used to get this is a true story. I used to send a guy to work for me, Junior, and I said, I'm starting to smoke. Now, I wasn't a big smoke. I partied everything, coke, uh, acid, fucking speed, anything you wanted. And I never, again, I always controlled it. never had the addictive personality. But when I smoked weed, I used to tell him, go to the store, get junk. He'd bring back the Pringles, you know, fucking Pringles. And I'm a big fucking guy. I'd be laying in my chair, fucking Pringles <laughs> here. I'm fucking smoking. I got the bong over here. I'm smoking. Back then, this is now in the 90s, early 90s, I'm smoking Crippy. Crippy was the, Crip today. the, yeah, Crippy was the big deal, you know, All purple haze, all this shit. You know, fuck. I'm fucking, I'm so fucked up. That drug, if I would have kept at that level, would have fucked me up more than any other drug. Even today, I smoke, I enjoy it, I love it. In Florida, we have a medical marijuana card. So I have one, of course, and I smoke and I, and I love it. And I love to mellow, especially after I do things. You know, here yeah, we're gonna have yeah. fun. This is your show. They said dad, you pause I'm oh, in. Whatever we do, we're gonna have fun with them, you know. Uh Thomas is, is is like that. And you you let your guests be them. Exactly. And that's what I, I, I like about it.
0: Well, I'm fucking excited. This is the very stars of the first five oh, minutes. Yeah. I'm glad you oh, recognized all about the show.
2: That this is that show. Yeah, this yeah. is the perfect show. People come on and get into the nitty-gritty of their lives and just and start talking.
0: Like it's the biggest conversation, the deepest conversation when you're just hanging out with your friends in the fucking garage, not doing anything. And this is basically a garage with really nice lights.
1: The, the, you, you just <laughs> yeah. said it. You know, I started my, my podcast, The Real Deal, with Larry Lawton, and, and I have a co-host, and, and uh, this guy Benz. And we get guys, and we have characters now. We have a fucking character. It's called Methhead Mike. <laughs> Listen to this. This is Howard Sterry shit, and we didn't plan it. The guy's living in his parents' house. He's 34. His parents live in Italy. He has a roommate. His roommate is getting a fight, you know, the girl. He calls the cops. He's sitting in his recliner. Next to him is a plate of meth. He invites the cops in. What do you do? They arrest him for fucking meth. Meth head Mike. Talk about fucking out there. Wow, we're going to have to send a picture. And it's just, it's great because it's so real. This shit the is show? fucking real. Yes, he's one, of our, <laughs> he's one of our characters now, Thomas. And this guy is fucking, we, I mean, we asked him. We ended one show when he talked about, have you ever been with a tranny? Well, I'll tell that story. So hold that for the next, next fucking one. podcast. And he's the kind of guy that comes on in. But we're going to do these two, and I'm going to explain yeah, gotcha. We're going to do everything, man, today. Oh, look at this, man. That's you. Oh, I get my own in the show? Oh, for sure. Oh, man, this is going to really fuck me up. You just we got nothing left, guys, do we? My team, we got nothing left today. I can oh, smoke yeah, this? Yeah, we got free for the rest of All, the right, day. all, all right. right. It's on. So, yeah, feel free to just,
0: if that bitch lasts an hour, if that bitch lasts an hour. Don't, don't feel like you need to. Right, right. No, yeah, no, I, won't. I wouldn't it's conversation
1: do joints. Ab- yeah. <laughs> the Gentlemen. Oh, they are. They are. We're going to have a lot joints. of fun this podcast. And to let you know right now, even before we start, to your audience, I'm going to open book. You can ask me any oh, question you questions. want. I have some and, questions. And believe me, you're going to get an answer. So here's my background. Not like, not something that has a statute of Only <laughs> no, kidding. On that. No, that's, I knew before. i like, no, he's
0: fine. Because one thing I do before for certain guys like, hey, Please don't incriminate yourself. And if you do, please let us know when you did it, and we'll fucking cut it out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just
0: in case, because there has been a few times, well, go, hey, man,
1: should you have talked about yeah, that nah. shit? Well, you, you do know I did the law for 10 years. I'm a licensed paralegal. Okay. did the law for 10 years, helped people get out of prison. I'm a, pretty much an expert on federal law. I did that. And believe me, I know that. And, and he, he not only really do my lawyers tell me that, I know it myself. Hey, okay, so, so you already know what's going on. Oh, yeah, this is... This is good weed right here.
0: You ready? So my quick, quick, tiny, quick background so you know, I'm like, why are you asking these crazy-ass questions? I'm obviously brown, but my mom is looks like a white lady. She's Jewish and Mexican, right? She married my stepdad a long time ago. He was an Aryan member type of thing. I used to go to a Corcoran a lot, visit Oh, he was
1: an Aryan, for real, like uh, whether it's a dirty white boy or a- You already know what's you, up. out uh, yeah, In California,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. like all the bolts and the Viking tats yeah, absolutely down. You know- yeah, so when, brotherhood I, and all that yeah, so when I used to go to visit him it'd be weird. We'll get into it later because I can't really talk about all of it, but he's a stabby kind of guy. You already you know what I'm talking about. So hundred percent. So that's why I have known so much because I grew up with this fucking guy and these hell's angel fools at our house. I'm like, uh, I'm brown. Get these fools the fuck out of here. This isn't a good look for me and my sister, man. My mom passes, but not me. <laughs> so if I ask a certain question, you'd be like, why do you know this?
1: This is what no, I know this. Listen, Just I never if- underestimate, first of all, a host I've been on. Uh, you're not a rookie at this either, so it's not like you're doing this for two months. Yeah, You you know your shit, and, you, and you, I'm sure you do your research like I do and everybody else and watch the guy's videos or do something to know who they are. So I don't trust me. I won't even want to know it's maybe how you want to know that answer. I <laughs> got you. I got you. Okay, so for everyone out here, let's get fucking started. I'm ready.
0: All right? I'm, I'm ready. ready. Right. Let's break it down from right here. Let's start from, I read a little bit. I just wanted to touch on it. You were in the, it says, the Navy or the, uh, what was it, the U.S.? Coast Guard. Coast Guard, sorry, Coast Guard. I always mix that up. How did you go from the Coast Guard to doing what you're doing? But let's just do it chronologically. You're, you're a person, you're an upstanding person, you go to the Coast Guard, you're doing your thing. What makes you leave that life onto your next chapter?
1: Well, let's back it up even a hair more. Go for it. Uh, no, I wasn't an upstanding guy Joined <laughs> right, the a Coast trouble. Guard. I was a troublemaker. <laughs> I, I mean, I started crime at 11, 12 years old doing football tickets. When I say doing football tickets, is a gambling ticket the mob got. I would pass them out to the whole neighborhood, and you would get, you'd take a tee, you'd put a dollar on it, and you'd pick three teams, you'd win $5. dollars you pick four teams, you win $10. They're called football tickets. So I'm now in 1972. And I'm making $125 a week. Whoa. As a kid, 72 as a fucking 12-year-old kid. And I was making this money because Damn. every dollar you bring in to the bookie, to the bigger bookies, you get 25%. And you hope you win. I want you to win because you're going to tip me. You know, oh, you pick five teams, you get $20. So you put $5 down, you get $100 for picking these teams. You throw the kid $5 who did the ticket. Who yeah. comes to your house, you might be a... Uh, a bus driver, a school teacher, or, a, you know, electrical worker and a neighborhood working. I grew up in a na- a working Italian kind of neighborhood. You know, my next door neighbor is a, a made guy mobster. The, the guy w- down what, a corner. What street. I mean, what street? What city? In the Bronx, New York. Gotcha. I- that's where I actually, that's, I grew up and then. After the service, but at 17, now we did all shit when we were kids. Rob cars, take them to fucking uh, chop shops, get $500 a car. We did a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> so let's just say we come from the streets. You know, this is, this is not no so fucking. you weren't a good kid. I, 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 was, I guess I was a good kid. You, know? you weren't you were shooting, killing everybody. So you're a good kid. You're just making money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I was this little kid. You see me as a, I'm 240 pounds, a pretty big guy, all this shit. I was a little, I went into Coast Guard in 1979. I was 17, just turning 18. I just fucking aged myself for your whole audience, you know, because I'm born in 1961. So when I went in, I was 132 pounds, blonde hair, wiry fucking kid, but a street kid, knew the game, you know, knew all the shit that, that, that goes on in it. So when I went into Coast Guard, in 1979, I go through boot camp. I become, I start getting better. But I ended up becoming a boat captain, a rescue boats. So I was rescue people. I was on three major disasters in the coast. Guard. I was on a Freedom Flotilla with the Cubans in 1981. You ever watch Scarface? What the movie? I was the one picking the people up in Key West. And matter of fact, it's all in the book too. It really is fucking wild stuff. And I was a kid. And I'm out there in 1981 and it went into 82 and I'm in Key West called the Navy moles where the headquarters, were were all the cube. I have a big heart for Cubans and people always ask why I said, listen, I watched people come in here on in an inner tube to get away. Now how fucked up was it over there? Yes. So my thing was I- I'm a kind of guy. Listen, like I always say in my old business, I never heard anybody wasn't in my business. Now, if you were in our business, you weren't paying like your tax. You're doing, you doing you? You didn't want to run across me from laying guys' arms on curbs and snapping them. And I was oh. that kind of bad guy. But again, I'm never proud of that. It is just who I am. We all grow up the way we grow up. And at 17, I go in. So I'm in there. I get hurt in the service. I hurt my back very severely. I get retired disability from the United States Coast Guard. What age? I was 26. Oh.
0: Fuck that bad that yeah year? i
1: got retired oh. i still have it to this day luckily i've had major operations and all that kind of shit so i'm all right i'm doing great you know i get out but i get right back into the business i go move in with my brother who's in brooklyn and brooklyn is the mecca for mobsters, if you want to call so we had people and they knew my reputation as a kid i used to send Fucking paint and shit. When I got higher up in the Coast Guard, I used to go to the exchanges, buy shit, and send it to Brooklyn. Fucking, you know, rope and paint and shit. They're fucking selling it. It's hot shit. Oh, you know, really? they're fucking crazy. Back then, they didn't have tracking and shit and all the crap, you know. You'd send it. you had have the invoice for it, the, and they tell you. You're in the in the military, and they say to you, hey, listen, the budget's up. You got to go spend 30000 Go to the fucking exchange. You know, it's like a big warehouse for the Navy where we shop. Coast Guard, Navy, all the the military. And it'd be paint and ropes and lines and bo- anything you fucking want. I would start getting shit, and then I would ship it to fucking Brooklyn. Sell it. Yeah, the guy's selling it. it. Well. Yeah, what the fuck? God. I got some great stories about the Coast Guard. That would pop. But anyway, then we go. <laughs> I get out in 19... 19- 86, I'm retired. I was in almost eight years, 1986. And December 31st, 80. You weren't around yet. Not yet. Not yet. You were getting there. Yeah. You, you, the milk was in the cow that got you fucking fucked. So <laughs> that's where we're at.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting
1: that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're past. It's not even in your father's balls yet. It's fucking still in the cow. My dad's in 10th grade, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, probably. Yeah. But anyway, so we go, and I get out, and I start bartending i was taken by the mobsters and put in a place in queens in it's luke's piano lounge it was a a mobster bar matter of fact there was a jewish bookie i learned from who's what? one of the biggest bookies in all of new york he's what they call a layoff guy meaning if you have a hundred thousand dollars on one team and a hundred thousand on the other you make 10 percent. that's the vig that's how gambling works now, if you have hundred thousand on this team, they're playing the Giants, playing the Jets. I don't give a fuck. You got hundred thousand on this team and fifty on this team. You're not no more a bookie. You're a gambler. You're hoping this team wins. Yeah. So you got to take that fifty thousand and bring it up so you're you're fifty fifty. That's your game as a good bookie because you're making ten percent. Taking a million dollars on one team, million another. Nice hundred grand, you're Not a bad fucking day's work, huh? Yeah. Well, this guy Mac I work for and I learned the business from was the biggest in New York. He used to take the layoff action from the regular bookies. So the guy would come in and say, Mac, I need to put seventy thousand on this. He would, you know, negotiate the line that guy needs so it's a 50-50 split. So stressful. No, no. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to know the business so well. Obviously, then I'm in New York. And I'm doing and I also muscled a card game that was underneath in the cellars in New York. So I did that. Then I come back to uh, now I'm in Brooklyn. In I don't know you if you know the area at all, Brooklyn, King's Highway, West 10th Street. If you know Marty, that. Marty's Marty from New, you know that. New York. You know that. No, I'm
2: from Buffalo. Might as well be a different
1: one. Buffalo. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. not New York. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you I, don't know. know. Yeah. I just know it's exactly. in the same state. It's yeah. in, about, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> but it. we call people from Jersey more New York than him.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, because oh that's, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you
1: I know. don't know any of the East Coast. I've never been. Yeah. Never been East Coast. Yeah, okay, that's good. You're gonna have to come you know, sometime. You know, I'm in Florida, so you're gonna have to do that. See, too I, I'm going go to come. Florida soon. You're gonna go to Florida. I go to Florida. When you do, you definitely have to come see. Oh yeah, me you app, already so. know what's up over there. Yo, definitely. So then I, I ended up doing that, and then one of my guys, I was like the robber, the muscle for the guy. I mean, he heists. this. We used to hijack trucks. We used to do a whole bunch of shit in New York. So can I ask you before we move on?
0: Absolutely. In your head. When you're robbing somebody, and are they in the business that you guys are talking about? Is that what you're saying? I don't rob, I don't mess with people that aren't in my business. Is that?
1: No, no. They could. Well, a lot of the robbers were setups. You know, the truck driver calls, say, I got a load of this shit. We ended up, they talk about smart. Back when I was around, they started putting GPS in the trucks. But not like they do, like, you know, low and the shit they had. They would put a box. If they had a whole 18-wheeler full of VCRs. Wow, my fucking date myself? So v- <laughs> VCRs. So they would put a tracking device in one of those boxes. Well, we got to the girl in the office that told us, oh, it's in this box in the left corner because they, they have it where it is, so they don't keep losing it when they unload a, a box. They got to take that out and put it somewhere, give it back to the next truck. We would find out where that box was. We'd hijack the truck, go along the highway, the BQE, and take it and stop and put the box right on the side of the road and go. Empty. Now, now they think that their truck is stuck, uh, stuck there in traffic. There, so you beat any system you want. Yes. I don't care who you are, you can beat it. Gotcha. And look at me, I'm teaching people a lot of shit on this show, right? Gotcha. You learn. No, it's a okay, lot. it's okay
0: if they're if they're willing to steal
1: VCRs, go for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> get those off. I want to see what he gets a VCR yes, today. Hey.
2: Where are you going to get those off? The nineties are in. That's what my god. The
0: nineties yeah. are in. He says um so you're in new york you're doing your uh you're doing your thing you start the business with the guy max he shows you how to do the numbers i didn't start the business
1: his business it's i'm working i'm working learning him as him, a sorry. book i ain't starting no yeah. biz- these are the big fucking guys i'm just learning working the from business <clears throat> i understood bookmaking and understood numbers i was always good about that and i learned and i was you know i learned a couple of things you you you, you shut up you listen and you gain so much knowledge when you're around a lot of people. I used to play cards with the boss then, who was a captain. And I'd play cards and, and other guys. And I'm just sitting there. I'm a, now I'm in my 30s now. Uh, I'm robbing stores. My first robbery was actually a setup. Was an actual fucking setup of, uh, to rob a jewelry store for insurance money. Oh. My end was 150k. Damn. Not bad. Fucking back then either? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like 250 right now. (laughs) And we did that. But I said, wait a minute. I could do this shit without a setup. And I did become the biggest jewel robber in the United States ever. And robbed between 15 and 18 million and 20-something stores all over the East Coast. Are you just walking in the front fucking door and robbing them? No, it's, you don't just walk in That's the front door. This asked, is, like, how does this, this, this is in work? LA today. You know, this is, no, oh,
0: gosh. <laughs> am I right or wrong? Yeah, Come got on, that. guys. You, got you gotta be
1: right. It's true. It's fucking true. It's wild. Out Listen, here. I did my research. Fuck this. No, I like <laughs> it out here. <laughs> Fuck this.
0: No, I'm liking it out here. the out here right now.
1: I really am liking it. So, but what I was getting at is you, you have to take time. Your case of store could take week two weeks you case thousands of stores you got to know what's in there where you know there's an art to robbery it's not you know the smash and grab guys and it you, you heard of those guys go in they grab a, you know a tray of Rolexes and run those are rookies you know you could prevent that they have buzzers on doors a whole shit none of that shit stopped the professional because when i wanted your store and if i thought it was right you were getting hit now that wasn't a setup so what i meant by not fucking with now even with the people i robbed Never hit them, never beat them, never. Matter of fact, I would never put a gag in them because I was always worried of them choking. I don't want nobody to die. die yeah. You know, they shut up, trust me. You've got a gun in your face and you get, you're down, you're tied up, and I tell you to look at that wall, don't fucking turn around. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're not fucking turning around, <laughs> trust me. I haven't seen someone say, oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> nah, that didn't work.
0: <laughs> so you're robbing these stores. And then you said the first one that wasn't a wasn't set was up, and you said I can do this by myself.
1: Yeah, so that spark
0: that motivated you to. This is too fucking easy to well, we'll do this without you guys. Y-
1: you know, there's a difference. You know, when I grew up, kids, you know, I hate to say things are over or different. When I grew up, you had to hustle. You had to show to people, big people. You were smart. You had a way to make money. Uh, yeah, they're going to help you. They're going to give you things like, uh, okay, here's a spot. Go get that. We can do this over here. But. They love to see in innovative people, you know, people who, wow, they have the the brains and the wherewithal, how to get to a robbery or make a robbery, whatever, or doing trucks. I mean, there's so many robbers we did, warehouses, fucking your cat. I mean, I'll get into how you get a guy in the hook and then you got the warehouse manager opening a fucking door for you on a Sunday, Jeez. you know, taking the whole fucking store. Yeah, and, and you already got it out because you already talked to, it, but hey, listen, I got a warehouse with all this plumbing supplies. Will You want them? You bring up everything, I got it. Because he owns a construction company, he's building schools. Now I'm telling, I'm stealing the fucking toilets, the fucking thing. Matter of fact, my house I had set up had all gold forces. Of course, you know, they come off with me. So they're all fucking, gold. I had all this shit, the jacuzzis and all that. So we would get a ride or rent the truck, 23-foot ride or rent a truck. After we got to the man, the guy who owns the, jo- uh, the manager of the warehouse. This is mega- the warehouse is big as a Walmart. You know what I mean? They're huge. Oh, ware- so you're not robbing the whole thing. No, they never knew they were robbed. Because there's such an inventory. Oh, and the guy who's running the warehouse is the one that fucking lets us in because we get him. Fucking, he's in debt. He's a gambler. All of a sudden, the guy owes fucking three grand. He can't pay. He's a regular guy. Can't pay the three grand. All right, now, even though I own the, sh- the loan shark, I say, listen, you better fucking pay my three grand. Oh, man. Boy, what am I going to do? Go to see this guy, fat Tommy. I know he's going to lend you the money and you got to pay him his interest or whatever you do. And then you, and then you're good with me. It's all me. <laughs> listen, it's all me. Now he goes to this guy and he goes, listen, I'll lend you the three grand, but it's t- three points. Now points work every week. So if I lent you a thousand dollars, you'd have to give me thirty dollars every Friday until you give me the thousand back. So he said, I only need it for a while. My taxes are coming in. Here's a thousand, thirty this week, thirty this week, thirty this week. And fucking, uh, uh, at the end of the day, you give me my thousand, we're all cool. But a lot of times you don't want to give that thousand. Something's happened. That's when you get into debt and debt. He's still gambling, he's trying to pay that. And now the guy owes more money. And this guy goes, hey, listen, he called me. This fucking guy says he's going to break your fucking legs. You better give him his phone. What do I do? Let me talk to him. I know the guy. Not All you. this happens It's me. <laughs> I talked to the guy. I said, here's what he said. He goes, listen to me. I can help you out. I'm going to get you to clear your debt. But, he, you know, you work in the warehouse. You know the guy by now. He's gambling. With you. you work in this warehouse. Is there any way we can send some guys? You don't have to be involved. Oh, real. Listen, you'll clear your debt and make a few dollars. Now the guy's got a $5,000 debt. He's fucking saying, oh, okay, he's figuring out how to do it. He doesn't get caught. These places out there, the size of a warehouse. I mean, you know, mega the Forklifts, all this shit. He's running a warehouse. You know how much fucking product gets lost every year? Yeah. Obviously. And you're taking gold faucets. You're taking fucking copper wire that was big. So we do all that, and then... The guy comes, we take it, we go in there, send the guys, ride a rent-a-truck, boom, boom. He comes back, to give the guy 5000 You just sold the whole truck for $75,000. So you give this, now this guy's happy. Shit, he's thinking, I got a way out every time I fuck up. I mean, but you got to be careful because then he gets caught and he squeals on you. So there's, there's a way of doing it without telling him you're going to break his legs or we'll definitely be on a recording telling him you're going to break his legs. I just give you, a, that's a 101 gangster lesson right there. That, that's what you're getting now. This is 101 gangster fucking Academics. show. Yeah. <laughs> how, to, how to fucking really hustle. I don't want to break your legs, but let me steal from you. <laughs> let me take everything you got. Have your wife divorce you. <laughs> no. That's real. I mean, I'll lose my
0: job. Fuck, I, I want my legs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, my, my sorry hun.
1: got <laughs> <You> Gotta go. <laughs> so that's how you started doing this. Well, <coughs> I was a Robin and stuff of that nature, if you know what I meant by that. So that was my thing. Now, I had a partner of mine since dead. He ran the drugs. You know, he had all the drug connections. And I love people. Oh, the mob didn't do drugs. Yeah, they fucking were in the pizza connection and the heroin shit in the 70s, bringing heroin from fucking Italy into the pizzerias in, in New York and all. It's called the pizza connection. You can look it up online. And so don't tell me that, oh, we're not into drugs. I love those fucking uh, personas. We're not into drugs. We're into good things. First of all, when you talk about the mob in one way or the other, they extorted from their own people. I mean, they come here from Italy in in the old days, and what did they do? They, they started their own gangs in the streets, and they were taxing their own people at crazy rates because they couldn't get loans, obviously. And it happens with every single ethnic group i don't care if it's mexican i don't care if it's irish i don't care if it's italian whatever come here have to go through those phases until they get maybe today with the fucking technology and all the shit is a whole crazy thing but that's so you know it's just the way i learned how to hustle you know and i was the robber he was the drugs and then you know I, I started making so much money Robbing my own jewelry So I'm bringing envelopes Back of 50 grand 40 grand say, Hey kid Good kid Good job Be careful You know <laughs> Give him a diamond And give him shit Because I was robbing diamonds Diamonds is You know people say Why would you rob diamonds Why do not you rob a bank Well the money's with the diamonds There's no money in a bank there's no money in a bank. You mean like it's not like the movies you go in there and it's nah, fucking wall the fucking wall? No, the fucking mall. No, the only thing they have, they have depots. I used to know crews that used to rob depots. What's that? Depots is where they keep the money to go to the banks. Oh, fuck. You know, like the Wells Fargo Depot. Might have 30 million, 50 million. You need to track the trailer and the guy who knows how to drive it. Just to get it out. I mean, it's for thinking that. But that's why. But I can steal 130 Matter of fact, two years ago, three years ago, I was on a show. ABC, I think it was. What a morning show. with What's that? George Stepanopoulos, guy. And they were talking about a robbery in France. They had a robbery at a, a, a Ritz-Carlton in France. A guy walked in and he robbed $134 million in diamonds and walked out. Put two guards down. Put the guy down. Walked out with a briefcase in his fucking hand. 134 million. So that's one of the big ones. Right? You can look those up. So now, you know what? 130, take 30% you get. Let's say you rob it and I get 30% of those diamonds. It's a fucking lot of money. How are you going to put 40 fucking million dollars in, in fucking pallets or shit and try to get it out? And we, you know, you'd need fucking trucks. Yeah. It's not like diamonds. Diamonds, you could put hundred thirty million in a fucking up your ass if you want. <laughs>
0: That's but. what you're into.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's, no, that's, into. that's how you hide them to get them to the airport. But that's. that's. Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go to the airport. I'm already
1: nervous at the airport. <laughs> well, now you, you don't know. have to be nervous. You getting that.
0: <laughs> so let me stay on track here.
1: <laughs> look, are you,
0: are you fucked up yet? No, I'm, I'm trying to. Do stay I look. got you fucked up yeah, yet? Like, I will. I'm trying to stay on track because there's so much going on. So you decide you're you say you're in your 30s now. And you're still working and doing everything which you're robbing, making, and you're starting to do the
1: jewelry stores, correct? And buying properties. I bought a vending machine company. I bought bars. You know, you buy things to, to figure out ways to wash your money, Yeah, you know? But then, you know, they, you don't give a shit. I built a warehouse. I had a limousine. I had fucking horses and boats. You don't know what to do. You because know, you're robbing so much and generating so much, you know? Yeah. You're in that business. It's like, they all grow together, if you want to call it that. So what are you doing with all this money? Besides, I mean, blowing it mostly, blowing it. You know, gambled. I I gambled three million dollars in fucking year ago. I gambled a quarter million dollars in I think two weeks that the feds fucking got me with because they they log. You know, and the FBI's talking me. Mean, oh, we know what you did here, here, here because of taxes and everything else. And fucking, they know from casinos. And I didn't notice at the time when you put money in a cage, in the cage and. That's reported to the IRS. Oh. Yeah. And when they pay you out big money, over 10 grand, reported. So you think, oh, let me just wash the money. I know guys who do it a little different way now. If they win 50 grand, they'll go cash it eight grand or leave it in the casino. If you leave it there, it's good too. And you could leave it there and go back, use it almost like or whatever, and then it's a credit if you want to consider it a credit. It's not. It's your money. Yeah, you Take it any time you want. But you walk out with 50 grand. To, today, maybe 50 grand is nothing, to be honest, you know, the way things are and people are. And if they see who you are, if that George Clooney spent a million dollars, okay, big fucking deal. You know, what yeah. are they going to say? But Joe Smith, the plumber from fucking the Bronx, just lost 90000 how the fuck did Joe the plumber fucking you know from New York so caught instantly? Dollars? Yeah, they were smart. You know, and they're
0: probably infiltrated in that fucking casino too. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, you know who knows <laughs> exactly right. I mean, you know it's so crazy because you find out later in life that how it really is. You know who? I mean, I did the law for ten years in prison, and that the stuff I read would blow you away from people not innocent or if they're guilty. They're not guilty of the weight that they got guilty with. It's called Ghost Dope. I did a video on that. People got to watch. That's how Ghost Dope increases sentences on people. And they do that. So people can watch that on my show. But what it is, in essence, is it's a a dope that somebody said you did. And another person said you did. And they're all fucking snitches or they didn't do it or they did not. No, they they'll have a guy in prison who they becomes a snitch. He tries to get what they call a rule 35, which gets you out of federal prison. If you snitch on someone, you're there. So they got a guy. Yeah, Larry Lawton. Yeah, he just told me about them. You know, they did 20 keys here. You know, they didn't do 10 keys. Now that government's packing on keys. And before you know it, you just sold 500 keys instead of three keys. And they all of a sudden, that? You're, it's, it's evidence. Well, it's getting called ghost open. and then they're going to have these people come on stand and testify that you fucking said it or gave it to you, because they're getting a deal from the feds. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they say, "Oh yeah, it, the guy might have got a key from you over a year. Now he's going to tell the feds he got a key every week from you, and what? He, you know, he's going to come on stand. I got it every week from you. You know how much it was, and you're saying to your lawyer, what the? is this guy talking about this guy was a punk i fucking gave him a half ounce a week or whatever so what happens is that's called ghost dope i'm looking at dope on the wall dope as usual (laughs) i love it it's called ghost dope though and that the the federal government does that and it's a way to put so much weight on you now you, you they don't really want you thomas we don't want thomas but we want rico who fucking we know rico's getting it to the next level it's a fucking game. Yeah, so it's like a game. It really is it's sad manipulation game. And you know what? Young people get trapped, and and I hate to see it. So I try to explain to them how the system really is. First of all, the bad parts of it we'll get into, but like that. But now look at me. Here I am, fucking a success story. And I, I got to show you this. Can I yes. Take- Talk. Let's before we get
0: into a long, t- long story. Because I know we're this isn't going to be that. Lost. Lost. No, I'm saying because we're going to get into some yeah, stories. Yeah, we're going
1: to totally get into it.
0: Please explain to everybody what's going on. Because you explained it to me before we started.
1: Okay, we this go. is an announcement right here on, on his show, and it's been I've been in LA this week promoting this. We are coming out. We have our own cigar. It's called the Crooked Diamond. See the hat, the Crooked Diamond, and it's unbelievable. I'll, I'll give you some uh, pictures if you want to put them up or whatever. It's really cool stuff. And we partnered with the third largest cigar company in the world, right here, Oliva. And we're going to be smoking an Oliva. You're going to smoke one. I'm going to do it, and everybody knows, like you're going to hit it. Like I will hit Don't it. Don't inhale yours. it. Oh, I know. Don't. I found that out. In if Mexico. you're puking here, we got to keep the show going, right? Uh, that's what I'm here for. There yeah. you go. He jumps in. <laughs> I'm just lay it down. Marty takes over. Yeah, What's Marty happening? over here. Come yeah. on, Thomas, move over a little more. He's puking in a bucket. So what do I do here? Okay. The, the ends are clipped already Okay Yeah I'm gonna burn it a little bit Just to get the burn Okay This is the world first for me This And and this is the company I am partnering with The third largest in the world How insane is, is that Is that fucking insane <laughs> That's
0: fucking awesome
1: Okay And then start roasting it Yeah
0: Oh shit I feel like the sandlot I'm gonna throw it <laughs> off a of fucking
1: <laughs> Off a of Ferris wheel Yeah nice and easy Just puff Enjoy it. The taste you'll feel. Get I it smoked ro- like two or three cigars in my life. Not this one. This was one of their cigars year one. I don't know. Won an award in some magazine we're going to. really, Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I got to say, I'm going to give them a lot of credit. And that's just because here, they're great guys to work with. You know, I, I talked to the CEO, the COO, the head of sales, head of logistics. And this deal has been in the works for more than a couple months. Uh, this cigar I'm having called the Crooked Diamond is coming out at the end of summer. It's right here. My, and I had to pick my own blend, all of this shit. And they're going to be a, a, a cigar that's affordable, $10 cigar. We have a box boxes, $10. We have It's going to be amazing what we're going to be doing. It's going to be all over the world. And and not many people can go from being a bad guy, a gangster guy, to coming out and getting success and doing, and now having your own cigar brand. I mean, and you know what cigars, and I'm just going to give this one to you. Show me that like I told you. Show me a cigar guy that's not happy. And also, it's such a relaxing way. And, and you take my brand, the Crooked Bime when we come out. How about smoking that? You had a rough day. And just it, it all comes with a story of me, my, my life. Hey, how about this fucking guy's day? Or I'm fucking up. I'm smoking a cigar. I know I'm doing stupid shit. I can change. I can get to be that relaxing It's
0: just a motivational guy. thing. Especially when you're smoking something and going, Yeah, I know, I fucking made it. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, it's fucking it's crazy.
0: crazy. This is the blend
1: that I picked and it had all these trays. It's and- coming
0: together and something tangible that you, you, you can tell a story. The book, I'm sure you had the same feeling with the book. Like, I have a fucking book.
1: Yeah, you, people you, are you, reading it. It becomes my surreal.
0: Book. Now it's like, I know, but th- this is like another version of that. Like, holy shit, I have something people are going to use and like and they'll fucking All over all the, the this. world.
1: Thomas Huge. all over the fucking this company. They have factory in Belgium, wow. so they're big, and they're, they got the biggest fields in Nicaragua. I mean, and a great guy. When we have some meetings, we sit in the executive cigar lounge, have some wine, do shit. That's a meeting I want to go to, <laughs> right? Who wants to go to the fucking corporate bullshit? You know, That's awesome. is it good? I don't feel nasty. That's good. That's good <laughs> <I mean>, for <laughs> yeah, not cigar. Like, uh, is going to hit that? Me. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It's, I mean, it tastes, I, I, I you know, we, It's weird not, nailing. I know for you, it's everything I smoke a fucking fire. I me mean, get fucked up, this is no, and I'll tell you what, we can sit around with five guys, and I've sat around with police chiefs, politicians, gangsters, so I've been over the garment, yeah. and we'll sit around, smoke a cigar, and just bullshit, like you said earlier, remember it's, the content, you could, oh, the people, the stories that it's come out, it's a conversation, it's fucking great, and like, you and I, have converse, you know, we like yes. that, so now you sit around with a cigar, and now it's going to be the Crooked Diamond. Isn't that crazy? Is that fucking wild? And they were a good company, so I got to give them a lot of thanks. But I wanted to let the audience know, because this is... Really, the first one. This whole week we've been talking about. It. This is a good podcast. People are going to be hearing about. It. They're going to be able to go to websites. They're going to be doing everything soon, and it's going to be the Crooked Diamond. And they could. The boxes are off the fucking chart. The way the diamond is, and it's the Crooked Diamond Limited Edition. And there. it's like your shit. Fucking, you got to I pick, pick it this. all. You, you, when you smoke, when someone's smoking, they go, "That's what Larry smokes." Yeah. Identical actually. Exact identical. And I picked the fucking blend. So See, yeah, not- I can see the excitement on your face. You're yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I picked the fucking thing. But that that's pretty cool. But Did you, anyway, were I you into cigars? You- like before- I've been to cigars my whole life. Oh, so this is way, way cool to you then. Cool to me. I love to smoke good cigars too. Oh, so that's why I shit, wanted then. a good cigar. I wanted a Get a blend and everything that's a good cigar. Oh, I didn't want to fuck around and get you're some cheap into shit. Already, you know, yeah. I smoke good cigars, so I want the people to know. And I made them, you know, we had a real long discussion. People said you could charge a lot of money, $18, $20 a cigar, you'll get it. It's like a Patron, all this shit, and all, you know, people talking. And I said, no, that's fucking taking it away from the people I want to enjoy, the you know, regular guy, whatever yeah. it is. Go home, buy $10, you know, buy a box of cigars for Christmas or get a gift. And it's the crooked diamond boxes. I'm telling you, we're going to make this so good. And it's got a gold band. but And then you're fucking smoking a $10 cigar. You're not fucking getting fucking hammered just to, for the bet. Yeah. So I wanted to keep it like that. And Well, congratulations, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Enjoy. It. That's why I brought you a box here. Oh, this is shit. your box. Marty, you better fucking smoke. This one is of these. your <laughs> box, and you can give to guests or whoever you thank want. You. And, and these are top of the, like I said, this is the cigar of the year. Of In a magazine or whatever it was. So, yeah, come Very on. Cool. It just reminds me of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. Does it?
2: Well, this is legendary because Thomas just did the same thing with his HHC. Yeah, the I same did my
1: brand. I curated everything. You guys
2: are doing this shit off YouTube, bringing in these big-ass companies.
1: Really? You too. Congratulations, yeah. man. Thank you. And, and we'll do things. That's what we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, this we'll, is, we'll partner on this a lot of things. This is cool. It, you don't see many people get their own cigar brand. It's because... It's I'm really a cigar guy. It's not that, like... That's why I had to
0: ask. Like, that makes... I know you like... When you get that box in your hand somebody buys at the store, you're like,
1: yo, what the fuck? I used to be in trouble. And now I'm selling cigars. Illegal right? shit. All over the world. Yeah. The fuck? Where's that box going out to fucking Germany? Italy? Why are they smoking the Crooked Diamond in Italy? Think of that. I mean, that blows my mind. It really does. A lot of things... Listen, I go on a lot of shows. I love what I do, and I love meeting a lot of you guys because I think we're all creators. We all enjoy what we do so much because you can't be good at and get where you are without enjoying it. Yes, I don't care what you're yeah, telling you tell me. You have to like it at least. You have to like it at, at the very least. And every one of you guys I meet, we all do, and we get excited. And I love what I, I like this. Yes, as I say, I can but see I wanted it in to get face. back into a story too, so I didn't want to. You know well, you. Everybody out there, when this is coming out the end of the summer? This is coming out end of summer. It's gonna be crooked diamond. It'll be all over the place. They'll be able to Google it. Anything you want, the crooked diamond. Matter of fact, we're gonna do a show when it comes out smoke one of mine online, you know. I whether that you one. come to my <laughs> you and L. Listen, Marty, get ready. Get ready, Marty. <laughs> you you okay. might be yeah. jumping in a seat. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. I okay. was hoping you I had to watch you. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I was sure you know you know you're my son's age, right? I was trying. You were my uh, son's age, so I kind of look at his eyes, my son. Stop it, son. <laughs> my Don't man. do stupid shit like that. <laughs> I tried. about the fucking period. <laughs> I'll be okay. I'll
0: be okay. I did. The first time I ever smoked a cigar, I was the first time oh. I ever drank wine. I was 16, and I smoked it and inhaled like a blunt. Mm-hmm. I got <laughs> so sick. <laughs> so I do know that. I do know not to do that. Okay. Let's All get right. back
1: to the story. Let's I get back I to the noticed story. I know there's a lot of questions and a lot of shit. People going to want to know or you're going to want to know. Yes, here. yes. And, and I'm uh, going to let you take it away because you're a fucking natural storyteller. So I'm just going to
0: smoke a joint,
1: smoke. smoke a cigar. Yeah, I'm going to
0: throw some things down. But I'm going to let you take it away.
1: Well, I, I, you know, that does happen a lot and that's okay. That's what I want. And yeah. in this, this format, which I like the best, is the best because I can talk about... My brain goes everywhere, like everybody. Yours too. You know, creators have that. You, you're thinking about the next thing before you're fucking done with the one thing. You got so much, th- and and your fucking brain is fucking a nut. We're nut houses. Yeah. we you know
0: we call it rant city over here. What do you rant? Rant city. Like yo, I'm fucking ranting for thirty minutes. We never even went back to that story. Are you uh-huh. kidding me, Marty? Every episode, we'll be for three hours. Going, we never even finished the story from the beginning. Uh-huh. Hey, oh, my, my guy,
1: Ben's. He's here, so he's my host. We do the same fucking thing. Oh. You know what we had to do now? We rant, we have fucking things off or all over. The place. At the end of the show, we're ready to upload. Like I said, we don't know cut none of this shit. It's gonna be upload, okay, upload, bum, bum, bum. what did you talk about? We don't know. Yep. It's a blur every time. I'm, it's fucking am- You know what he did it's last crazy. time? I gotta give him Ben's He says, I got this. So he started just writing down a little thing. Yeah, him. <laughs> he had so much on the board. I said, What the fuck is this? shit? We talked about <laughs> like, all this. Shit? I really said this shit?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Are you me? Yeah, yeah it, uh, it,
0: uh, I know. I get, I feel like we really talked about all that today.
1: It's weird to see it. <laughs> it, it, fuck it, it really it's make, like being it, drunk. I'm telling you. And then we, it's a good idea now because now in the subject, we could at least put a, like meth head Mike talks about tranny or fucking this one, or, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever the fuck, like you're going to do, like, you know, guest Larry law. No, ever, you talked about cigars, talked about pot, talked about his yeah. life, whatever you're going to say. You'll probably remember May You won't, you'll probably leave and say, good guess. What was his name? Every time I go,
0: <laughs> what did we all talk of our about episodes? We say that. We Every time. Cause it's just when you're lost in conversation, you don't remember. Cause you're spark. Like you said, you go into the next subject before you are even done with the first. Well, that's just when you lost a conversation. We do that's that. That's what
1: happens. Creators, and I do that. And I do have my, my co host that kind of gets me back online a little bit. Like you got Marty, does that same thing. Uh, so that helps, obviously, and get online. But now we've really expanded because we have call-in, And we got a, yeah, we figured out we have our own Discord. Listen, yes, Discord. We have a big Discord. And uh, so on our show, it's called... Anyway, it's The Real Deal with Larry Law. You can look at it. It's on all major platforms. And when you look at the show, and uh, you're going to see how the, we date them and Nate them. It's like, oh, fuck. And now we're going to see a little more because, you know, you try to get better and better. But you know what? I'm never going to stop. And I like that about YouTube. This is what it is. This is no cut. I don't give a fuck if I fucking puke. Or whatever. It is what the fuck it is. Yep. And people want that.
0: Of course, you don't have to share your code anything, and go, is that really what they're like off camera? But like, motherfucker, you forgot the camera was there.
1: That's exactly what he's like. You know, you know how he knows you getting better and better this interview? Your eyes are getting smaller and smaller. Every time. And Every time. I, <laughs> and I love it, man. I'm sitting here, and I'm going to say, can I hang with this guy? You'll be good. Maybe I could. I'm pretty good at hanging. Yeah, you don't gotta. Do no, but I'm not shit. like my son. You know those fucking guys wake and bake and fucking yeah. and they, and they fucking they're better on it than off it. Once because Is that you? part of your life. Oh, I mean, I
0: smoke a lot.
1: You smoke every day, every day. Oh yeah. Can you quit for three weeks? If I want to, I don't want you to. You can again. no. Oh yeah. The days I don't smoke. I'm gonna give you a little yeah. a little thing I do to myself every year. It's a little education for the audience. Every okay. year, and I party, I do things or whatever. I'll say I quit for three weeks or something. I won't drink, I won't do pot, whatever it is. I don't go to tell my friends, oh, look, I'm fucking quitting. Uh-huh. I go to the Let's do it. I'll, instead of, I'm a, I, I'm a whiskey drink. I'm a seven drink. I'm an old time, you know, Seagram seven or seven, seven ginger. Seven. Right, ginger. And I'll go there and I'll just order a ginger ale. That's the first thing I ever ordered at a bar legally. Yeah, correctly. most people did. <laughs> first thing I ever did. Because <laughs> you just knew how to say it, right? Seven to seven. <laughs> no, I got it
0: made for me once and went, oh, I know what that is. <laughs>
1: That's it. <laughs> Sorry, but, but yes, uh... Three weeks, you said? And I I quit something for three weeks. And the reason I do that is because it takes three weeks to make a habit. It'll take you six months to to break it. So if you can stop it, I tell pot smokers, drug out, people. I don't give a fuck what it is. Quit for three weeks. To yourself, look in the mirror at home, say, fuck it. And now when your buddy comes, Marty says, fucking Thomas, I got this shit. It's the best you'll ever fucking smoke in the fucking world. This shit will knock your dick in the dirt. You think you smoke weed? And you say to him, Hey, have fun. I'll see you in a few weeks. I'm just doing things. You got it, lick, motherfucker. But the minute you say, Marty, bring that shit over. Now you're uh, not handling it because somebody made you do something you didn't want to do. I see what you're saying. Does that um, make sense? Of course, of course. Yeah, like, I, uh, I hate. To, I'm not being a buzzkill now.
0: No, we no, party no. I'm not quitting it. now. Some people need that. <laughs> some people need the yeah. reset, is what it is. Like, uh, yeah, the reset. But for me, one. like, the, the reason I, I always say it, the reason I smoke so much weed is because I was so poor my whole life. And we're like, yo, we got some weed. You got five bucks. All right, cool. One day we're gonna be able to have a bunch of weed, and that's when I go, oh, yeah, I'll smoke another joint. Because why the fuck not? I'm gonna wear their house. I'm gonna work. I'll fucking smoke a joint while I'm at it day. I don't give a shit because it's now
1: it's different. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna go to my house. It's. Do you now tell yourself I'm not gonna smoke until the show, maybe, or to keep yourself, or do you just smoke anytime? No, I mean, do you, do you get up and smoke? No. You no. don't get up, wake and bake.
0: I get up and start fucking knocking up my shit and go, I'll smoke a bowl
1: real quick. So okay, after you get yourself I gone. used to
0: wake up and, I mean, I used to smoke like an ounce or two a day, every day, that's and then so I started much. slowing down a little yeah. bit, started slowing down. Man, that's more than fucking like packs of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. That's more than cigars I'll ever be. Oh, I would smoke joints like that every day. What? Yeah. All right. But just because I was selling you drugs win. at the time, <laughs> <laughs> you I had nothing win. to do, you know. I had nothing to do. I was just selling weed. I'm like ah, I'll smoke more, fuck it. But now, no, I, I, I got to be productive. I can be productive and smoke. I just rather start my shit than start
1: rolling. And, and, and I look at your age, and that, thats really a product of your age. You, you know, you're my son's age. You guys are at that stage now where it's okay. We're smart. We partied a lot. Did crazy shit. Let's go get it. Yeah, that's exactly Let's what I Let's fucking go get it. And and I think that's very healthy. Some people don't do it that way. They they're smarter, they're younger, they don't but you got through so much and you got so much life experience, yeah. which is more important than anything. Is life experience. And now you take your passion, your podcast, your stuff, we do content with. And I got this now and and then you and I we will have visions where we're going to go, how it's going to go, you know, everything we're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's such a healthy thing. But it, I noticed it's your age. And it doesn't matter what pot and stuff. You'll see people who can't handle it. The first time they're not doing what they're supposed to do and they make an excuse because they were potting, they couldn't do it. They got to really check themselves. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I did that to myself like four years ago. I missed them. a deadline for a video,
0: but I was high as hell. I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. And I saw some comments like, bro, you said it was going to be at 3. And it's fucking 3. And I'm like, I'll never do this again. I always compare it to what if it's Sunday night, and the Simpsons didn't come on after football? You'd be pissed. As a kid, I'm like, I can't do that anymore. As That's the kid. last time I did that shit. Like, no, people are waiting for the shit. My ladies is to get up.
1: We're very, you know, we're very productive on that too. We, we of course, you have to take off. You tell your audience at what times you're not going to all that. Yeah, but we post. We have times. You know, our we post on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. Now, if something don't come out, people, where is he? When people say, is he dead? What the What's fuck? Wrong? I think I took two times off. Something did happen. I, Larry died. Somebody was in a rumor. What the fuck? I didn't die, motherfucker. <laughs> shit. Not shit. yet, man. Give me at least another few years to fucking smoke cigars and smoke weed. <laughs> Let my fucking cigars come out yeah, yeah, wait till they come out. <laughs> then fucking kill me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs>
2: great. You got a couple of fan I questions here if you want. Yes, a fan Let's, question? Yeah, Let's yeah. do
0: that before I ask my next one.
1: Uh oh. Here we go. <laughs> Double's
2: Usual uh, Podcast on Instagram. We got Gas Fawcett. What was the scariest interaction you had in prison?
1: Oh, that's an easy one. I I, I had a fight with a guy named Bonnie. Uh, anyway, he was an Indian. He kept. The, oh, the fight was over a chair in a TV room and all this shit. Now you got to remember, I'm in maximum security prisons. I'm not in no bullshit prisons. And I ended up having a fight with him in in the TV room. Got a, got a pretty good. And one of the ABs touched me. And, you know, I'll fucking, you know, I, you know, I kind of stepped back. I know was, what time it was. And he was a great guy and they protected him. But the head of the Indians in the place I was at, Atlanta, USP Atlanta, worst prison in the country at the time, was a big, they call him Chief. And the motherfucker was like six, six, fucking whatever. And... After I fucking beat this guy, head of a Latin king, crazy motherfucker, multiple life sentence, comes up to my cell and goes, ah, now I'm, I'm due to leave this prison because my security level's going down, so I'm getting to go to a fuck. To me, it's a great prison. Obviously, other people think, well, you still had a fucking high level, but, but it was like crazy and he comes into my cell. He comes in. Ah, when the chief comes, we gotta kill him. We got my oh, fucking. Shit. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm still hyped up from the fight and all oh, this shit. Seconds later, yeah, after the fight and, and the AB stopped it and everything, it was all right. And the guy was never ratted. This is nobody ever ratted. It wasn't like that. And I'm fucking. He's like, yeah, when he comes, I'll kill him. We we'll get him when he comes in the door. And I'm like, my whole fucking life flashed in front of my eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck? I said, no, no, Reno. Ain't. And Reno just crazy because I helped this kid, Reno, be a bookie in prison, and he was a killer. I remember he was gonna kill the guy. He said to the, I said, Reno, I had to call him off with this other group. with Larry? You know him well because you're talking. I said, fucking pay him. You owe forty dollars. He's gonna kill you. They end up doing all that shit, but comes up to me he says, Reno goes, oh, that fucking crazy story. But so he went to kill him. Then I'm fucking just Reno, relax. Fucking relax, motherfucker! I'm I'm hype up. I'm in my cell, and I got shanks. I'm ready to go. You know that's how that goes. And the movement every every in prison, you don't just run around when you want. They have moves like the six o'clock move, the seven o'clock, and the eight o'clock moves. The last move of the night, then you have to be locked in. So I knew the chief was coming back at the eight o'clock move, and one and word already went out. You know to the to the different shit, and all of a sudden I'm up in my cell. And in comes walking, I see a fucking shadow. Now, in prison, you don't enter a door. It's open. You knock on that frame of that door. You, I'm in maximum security. They'll kill you for that. For so just walking in? Yeah. Who do you think you're walking in? It's my house. You know, this is, I live here, motherfucker. This is my house. And I did crazy shit to people because it was my house. And they didn't shave. I told stories. But this incident, I fucking the chief come up to the door knocked and i'm in there ready you know like just he knows i'm fucking i'm sweating I'm, you know i'm hyped up he goes we're good larry we're good and i'm like all right you know like what am i gonna say no we're not and i'm gonna like, fucking want to kill him now no the other guy was whatever he's the boss apparently the head of the ab's at the place and powerful guy talked to him And they, you know, like, hey, listen, Larry wasn't in the wrong on this one, you know. It happened what it is. I stopped at a point, and Larry wasn't wrong. Because I'm, like, thinking, holy shit. But to be honest, for the next 10 days I was in there, I used to put, we had folding chairs. I had to put a folding chair. Even though the place was locked, folding chair. I had my shank here, another shank ready to go. Because I don't know if they're going to come in and one of these times, rush me and fucking, you know. Oh, wasn't really good. Or the guy, and the guy was an Indian and he wore a headdress. So his eyes, you couldn't see the swelling in the eyes, you know, the structure, you know, he had, he needed stitches, you know, but he had the, he had the big lips. So it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? He was well hidden and never added good dude, man. You know, I get a lot of props. Just think words got twisted the wrong way and that shit shit can kill somebody in prison, you know? So the scariest thing was like, I'm going to be here for fucking ever. As no, no. Oh, that, know, that was you gonna, know when I got it when I when I was facing life. No,
0: I meant because you were like, we have to kill
1: him. I'm gonna oh, be here forever. yeah. Oh, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I, I, I had a date. See, they call it. You know, when you have a date. See, people in federal prison, when they have a life in prison, they don't. They call them letters. You got letters. Yeah. You're never getting out. There's no parole There's after no 25 parole. or this shit. You get life. You got letters on your jacket, and you don't leave that prison till they say dead, you know, or whatever the system. Now, I didn't have that. I mean, the prison I had had two thousand inmates, eight hundred eighty at life. That crazy Shit. fucking place, crazy place. But forget that those prisoners. You can look. I, actually, it's funny because in Atlanta, if you look up the USP Atlanta Penitentiary, I'm one of their notable inmates. Yeah. Why? Fun. Oh, I don't know. Some fucking fan fucking said, you know, you're on the notable site of, of, of the United States Penitentiary Atlanta. I mean, I was there and all that, and it tells what I did and all that shit and what I do and stuff. But the, Al Capone is there. Oh, fucking shit. the guy from Don. I said, gee, I'm in good company. Now- <laughs> well, if I'm going to be on the list, at least it's that fucking Yeah, list. don't be a shitty one. Good question. What did you say,
2: Faucet, Gas faucet. I recognize the name. That's why I picked that it. That was yep. a good question. I just, huh? I just yeah. saw it.
1: <laughs> that was a good question.
0: Okay, so my question leading into this. You say you're about $15, $18 million deep, stealing all these diamonds and
1: jewels on your run. And how long of a span did it take to steal that? Oh, sure. Uh, my run was from 1989 to 1996. I had a seven-year Years? run. Years? Yeah, Did they didn't catch you? You know who ha- wanted me? The people who hated me the most. Now, you got to remember this, uh, uh, Thomas. I didn't fucking uh, hurt people. I wasn't beating people with we pistol whipping them. No, they were getting wrong robbery. It was, it was rough. It was, I'm not trying to justify anything I did. I I'm not. Uh, but the people, every ro- store I robbed, let's just say they made money. They put an insurance claim in. One time the FBI comes to me and goes, Larry, you got $1.2 out of that store. I so said, you know what? I, go, I got about 800. He laughs, you know, because he knows that the owner just sold the fucking store and made more money. Listen, you get robbed. You own a store out here and you get wiped out. Everything in that store, you just sold to the insurance company. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right? Yeah. So you know who hated me? The, the fucking insurance. insurance companies. They oh, hated the me. The FBI, when I got caught, a guy's name was Matt Mullen. He was a nice guy, too. He was looking for me. He goes, I, I, I was looking for you for five or six years, because he they had my mo, but they didn't know who I was, and I didn't know that they fucking flood the, the areas with FBI agents. I'm, I'm after by the big boys. I ain't if listen, state police, much respect, they suck. So I mean, they don't have the resources. They don't have the money to follow people to do. It. Listen, the FBI wants you. They'll send the fucking F sixteen to fucking Miami and bring a witness here in fucking two hours. You know what I am getting at? I mean, yes, the they FBI go all is out. all out, all the money in the world. So, so you are robbing these places by yourself? No, I have a crew. Oh, okay. How many people? Up three, maybe four. Okay, in my crew, even five. I had a, a six. Let me think. Who else is not in jail? No, <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're all not. Uh, everything's done. This. I, I ended up getting arrested in ninety six.
0: So seven years
1: Yes From 89 to And this seven. guy
0: is going Who is this man For five years And he tells you You gotta be looking for you For five fucking years Oh
1: yeah He said he was gonna retire <sighs> Sweating my chill, He said that I'm gonna retire He goes I got your ass I'm gonna retire And he was nice He was an Irish guy And he was at a Philly office too The, the major case squad When they They put you on something And it's like they, They're fucking rabbits You know Fucking They're gonna get you Don't so ever fuck with you I love people Oh the fucking FBI Fuck you. They're good. Yes. They got all the money in the world all the time. And when that agent retires or dies, there's another fucking sitting in his exact position, exact case. Ain't fucking. Go to a local police department. They lose a budget. The guy fucking retires. This guy didn't fucking do the case. It's, where's it going? Yeah. You know, but don't fucking tell me the FBI fucking government. That is the U.S. of fucking A. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Okay, so
1: seven years
0: they're looking for you. You. You guys are robbing these places, walking out, selling, I'm assuming selling this, getting your money. You don't know what you Well, I, I had, you
1: know, out. it's not, you don't just sell it. That's how people get caught. You have fences. You go to your fence. He takes the fucking, you bring a fence, a million dollars in diamonds. And I negotiate after going through the whole thing. I walk away with 350, 35, depending, you know, gotcha. that's the 30%. I used just give a rough estimate gotcha, 30. got 30. But, and sometimes watches or certain things are high end and he'll want it or diamond is so perfect. You literally got the shit on a table. And now at the end, more, I got so close with him and I'd just drop it off. I knew about what it was. He'd say, Come on, get your money. And I'd meet him down in Little Italy, New York. And I'd always go to fucking Positano's or Il Catil. See, I never forget. I got a bracelet is that for you, a, too. Is that a restaurant? Yeah, oh. yeah, I got a bracelet for you. It says Larry Lawton. I'll never forget. I got it for all you guys. I love you it. You like the fucking memory? Hey, fuck this. This will do me good. This will bring back all the crazy shit. No, <laughs> kidding. the uh, but uh, Il Cattil's or Positano's We used to go, and I would have a bag of cash. Fucking, I'm eating my vodka rigatoni. Oh, I love vodka rigatoni, and the pasta. And and I'm a big guy, and I was big. I mean, I got the my my heaviest was three hundred. You know. Now I'm a svelte 240. <laughs> you, <laughs> you you couldn't hold back, could you, when I said that? I buddy? heard it from Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking skinny guy. The, uh, fucking, skin, <laughs> the fucking skinny guy's always got to laugh at us. Fat guy's calling us a svelte. Uh, right, no,
2: nah, listen, I'm wildly out of shape
0: right now. I'm fucking wildly out of, of shape. Yeah.
1: So hear <laughs>
0: So you're walking in, you're getting so comfortable, you go, hey, just, I, I trust you, give me my money. And
1: yeah, you I leave. mean, I got to know him very well. Wow.
0: So, in movies, when the diamond people steal everything, they go to a warehouse that uh-huh. has one big light, and they split everything yeah, up. Yeah, you, know, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, <laughs> such bullshit. You know, I did a video, you gotta watch it, it's on uh, Vanity Fair. It's got about 11 million views. Jesus. And I, uh, I uh, review movies. That's oh. how I got into YouTube. They fucked me, and I got into YouTube. Really? They were, they were reviewing? Like- Vanity Fair hired mm-hmm. me to do a video. Not hired me. They paid my expenses from Florida to New York. This is Vanity Fair, you know, big-time shit. Yes. And they wanted to do this video with me, and, and we discussed in a contract. They ended up doing two videos, actually. But we're in there, and we do this video on robbery. They produce it. Now, let me tell you, people don't know, this: the 24th floor in the Freedom Tower is all studios owned by Conest Travel, it's studios around the whole fucking 24th floor of the world, you know, new Freedom Tower. So I go up there, I go meet friends before, we got to get fucked up, drink it. We have a 491 liquor liquor bill, and oh, we get shit. fucked up. My brother was there, and then we. I go to the shoot the next day, and I'm a professional. What time I was there, you know, call, and boom, boom, we do this video. Now, the contract, the thing they wrote me was, hey, if you get 150,000 views to 180, you know, that's good and all this, within the three-week period, you know how YouTube yeah. works. He says, w- w- we're going to discuss a contract with you. You fly to New York, do videos all week. Fly, we'll make a good contract. So this is a great story because I fucking do this show. That's only two, two years and six, whatever, not even six, well, two years and three months or whatever ago, go. And I fucking... Uh, I'm waiting, and now this video is fucking getting views. I'm calling a buddy of mine in New York, Billy. He says, says, Billy, man, he goes, they're going to call you, lad. Fuck, they got the golden fucking goose. They're going to fucking call you. My brother, who's there, he's coming in every day. He goes, how how many more? And every day, fucking subscribers. I have no YouTube. I start a fucking YouTube because they don't call me. Vanity Fair doesn't call me. Never even a thank you, motherfucker. Never even a bottle of scotch said, man, this this video to this day is 11 million fucking views on there. So he says, so I don't hear from him, and the people contact me, I don't got any of this shit. I open a fucking YouTube, bam, 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 bam. Me, the kid, it was edited, good, everything we do, so we're growing, and this thing's just blasting off. I get an email from fucking Vanity Fair, and the email is, can you please sign the release for the second video? Mind you, these motherfuckers never even said, "Great video." Budgets change. Weekend is about you know. Thank you. Yeah. Never paid my four hundred ninety one dollar liquor bill. Hmm. Pissed me off. Now you fuck on my four hundred ninety one dollars of liquor. <laughs> so we go and uh, he, he sends me this email, and that it, now they can't release the next video in the without, county, without my signature. I'm a fucking thing. I'm a crazy motherfucker. I go on LinkedIn. I fucking pay for the service. And I find out who the CEO of fucking Conness Travel, the fucking parent company, the COO, the CEO. I'm getting all their emails from LinkedIn and business deals. Yeah. Put it in the thing. I write back. Not only do you not have permission to uh, use any of my content what was in that contract I'm very disappointed you said this you didn't do this you didn't even pay my 491 dollar bill I, I didn't say lick on it in the email and fucking I hear back from one of the big big wigs there and said first of all three days later I'm in the office Teresa's in the office she goes I just got a check for 491 dollars I fucking. I I didn't know it didn't click yet. I ended up fucking. I said okay. I said that's the liquor bill for that one for the account and shit. Anyway, fucking. I get an email saying, Mister Law, we really apologize. Now I'm blowing up. I'm in the hundreds of thousands already. Of fucking subscribers, not even a million yet. I mean, listen. I I hit million faster than anyone. Almost a uh, one year, uh, a week over you. We hit a million subscribers. Fuck, right? I'm in only one year. Yeah, and I'm that, I'm at a million four. I think it is. <laughs> but we're growing. We're doing crazy shit. So listen to this. You're gonna love this. And that's in a year and a half. This is two years. I'm only in this thing two years. Yeah. All because a fucking Vanity Fair. But the CEO said people's heads rolled. They dropped the ball. We apologize. We hope we could do business in the future, and that was it. Didn't tell me even sent the four ninety, but I can guarantee someone said send that motherfuckers money, and we gotta somebody better email him and try to, cause they you know they're big corporate people, and yeah, that's they what, they run you over like oh who who gives a fuck it's like oh he's pissed. Oh, he's
0: not going to sign the shit, and they're like, "Oh, well, we need him now. Can we be nice to the guy now?" Fucking we're right, fucking dicks.
1: And, and you know that's corporate, and you don't get that with little, little guys. I'm starting to deal with us guys. You know, we we no. we to make a deal, we people. can fucking make a deal and handshake in, and and I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah, we we've uh, dealt with some mm-hmm. with some corporate people when we first started. We didn't realize that they don't give a shit about you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. But, bottom line, God, man. I shook
0: your head. I Thought you were a nice dude. Uh-huh. Fuck you, <laughs> man!
1: Yeah. Next thing he said, Thomas. Who's on the phone? Who? I don't know who the yeah. fuck Thomas is. Will you? How much?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know where that's at. Well, it's coming soon. Check yeah. on the oh, way. this.
1: It's another division. Let me patch you through. Mm-hmm. Hey, right? Am oh, I man, Marty? And then on hold. I get so fucking mad. I want to get yeah. in the car and go down there and bust somebody's fucking head open. Yeah. Oh, that's there. what we said. Like, yo, <laughs> I know where you live, but that's a different story. We're nice people. That's
0: exactly what we said. Like we, we know where this man lives, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go get my money from him or take
1: something from him. How bet, <laughs> oh, I'll so bet this is going for, oh, fast, this show? Well, oh, I bet we're going fast. What's
2: that week? What uh, we 112. Oh,
1: that's oh, not too so no, no, I'm here. I said but it's fun because, you know, know, there's so much. My, my life is crazy. You know, I mean, when I say crazy, I've been shot. I've been stabbed twice. I stabbed two people had 11-hour back surgeries, Ugh. other surgeries. Been fucking rolled in a tundra three times. Never dropped my cigar. The whole time? The fucking whole time. And that's a true story. It only happened a year and a half ago something like that. Never dropped my cigar. I swear. I'm driving 45. A fucking Lincoln hits me broadside. Goes right to everything. Lights. Uh, stop sign in the rural area where I live. Just hits me at the right. Otherwise, they said another foot and you were dead but anyway hits me it rolls a tundra a brand new fucking six week old tundra it's rolling me down i got a cigar i'm going to a poker game i didn't drop that fucking cigar the whole fucking way i'm on my fucking there's someone here who knows the story it was there and, and i was fucking having such a blast not but bl- i'm hurting i had a concussion i'm fucking bleeding a little i'm doing all the shit and I'm fucking... I got my cigar in my hand. I was calm. I make a phone call and, you know, like... You'll never find a guy smoking a <laughs> cigar that's not having fun. Yeah. Is that how you got your deal? <laughs> There's yeah. my new tagline. You can roll three times in a tundra, not drop your cigar, and you know you're having a good day. I made a call <laughs> yeah oh fucking right that's a yeah, minor s- concussion but with seven I mean, already what the fuck? fuck i had it. eight of them now so what's eight you know what the fuck
2: it's only right you got a deal it's like some pro athlete yeah, right, it's only right you got the deal
0: <laughs> um whoa we, any questions, see, he, he had questions. Yeah, we go off on rants here you it's, have a it's okay
2: yeah yeah i got a question for you wow. uh that was the one well i, I remember another oh, one I
1: was that was the, the first thing yeah, you yeah. don't even know yet that's you far. already forgot what we talked about earlier. No, I already know what we're
0: talking about. We're talking about Chief and all that. That was the first one? No, that
1: was that story. But before that, what uh-huh, did we talk about? Yeah. And
0: wh- Wait, which part? Which part? There was a lot. There's a lot.
2: <laughs> Are you? Do you ever play GTA online heist missions?
1: Matter of fact, one of my big videos, six six million views, oh, is me reviewing a GTA game. Uh, of, of a heist and i have gone on there i've played i do videos a, a friend of mine is a guy with 5.6 million subscribers expert thief he's mm-hmm. a good friend of mine he considers me almost like his mentor dad mentor you know with life great kid too really a good kid expert thief but uh so i do go on gta i occasionally I have not gone on I'm not a fan of gaming per se. I like gaming or whatever, but I rather have like a seven year old kid running the controls. And be watching some crazy shit. Yeah, because cool. that kid is good. It's like a movie, you know. <laughs> fuck yeah. Exactly. yeah! I do the same thing. My cousin plays. Like, Wait, kill all these fools real quick. Yeah, and you'll be just just there. Smoke a joint,
0: yeah. man. Look at this fucking because they're like movies right now. Oh, Are they at the Donald cut cutscenes or movie scenes. Not yeah, amazing. you know we
1: do have a pretty good gaming audience too uh, that want me to do more and more. But you know, you know as well, as well as I do, man. This is work. This isn't like, oh, I'm doing it now. Let's go. i You know what I mean. One hundred percent. And and gaming people don't and get Twitch that. And now gaming hours Twitch. out of out of life. Like yo, I got businesses. This
0: has to be a business, or I can't sit here and play games.
1: It has to. Exactly. A hundred percent. And that's why I look at it now. Mm-hmm. And, but that's your answer with GTA. Matter of fact, there was a whole push online to get a character of me in GTA. Oh, dude! It. I'm like, I'm easy.
2: envisioning how easily that could be. We're easy. We're getting pretty deep in that world on this show. We've had some big gamers on. And yeah, yeah. I've
1: had Franklin, the guy who yeah, plays, uh, that. I've had oh, yeah. Lamar, Nice. Uh, you know, I've had, yeah. you know, Oh yeah. Franklin. No. What's the head guide of the, the Lester. Oh, Lester, was, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. for a long time on GTA, I, I was reviewing games, and I used to call him a punk. I said, that motherfucker ain't no leader. If that fuck was a leader, fucking, I'd let that guy talk to me like that. I'd fucking kill him. Lester's a punk. Le- Lester could never fucking run my crew. I'm uh, like, yeah. people were going out and putting hits on Lester in games. Oh, uh, <laughs> I swear to God, it was fucking nuts. And I'm fucking like... And it, the game the goes, let, let everyone let take over Lester, it's on Reddit and survey, all this Gosh, shit. That'd be fucking and, awesome. and it's kinda of funny like that. My son was just talking to me about uh gaming and, and GTA and my editor to actually told me, Hey, bring the bring the whatever thing is what's the box? Oh the Xbox. Bring the fucking Xbox. Like, when the fuck do I got time I to fucking sit and play I fucking U- T- oh, I only played
0: it three times. See? I
2: got it. You get it? We're trying to build a business oh. around it. Yeah, yeah if
1: I know, can build I, a bit agree, in Twitch
0: yeah. and do that, I'll Rock do it. Because the yeah. fans want it. It they makes want. Sense. It's fun. Video games are fun. It's what, what they want.
1: Exactly what mine is. Yeah. the same thing. Hit that. That'll do good. Oh, yeah. The Hashros. Yeah, man, it's better. yours,
0: too. Tropical Melon. All right. Rotten. Bomb.
1: See? Good shit. And this is the cigar. Dab the right thing.
0: Mark that's that. the next
1: business we're getting in. Rosin, No, pot business. Nice. It- well, well, you know, we want to think about, we were thinking. Let me just put it even putting it up on a podcast. That's one of the things we're thinking. We're also thinking of maybe having our own strain, Uh, you know, a pot that's really good and whatever. That's it's a given. Like, yeah. And exactly. I exactly see you guys doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's part of our demographics like yours. Mm-hmm. Believe me, our, our demographics are yours. We are yes. 18 to 44, 83% male. We're like 90% male. Mm-hmm. We're 92 overall, but I'm talking about in that demographic, what I just said for advertising, but for the all overall, we're 92 or 94% male. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're... Same number, Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. The we Nangle, had, that's yeah. why this is, I said, that's why people would, I've had people say, when are you going on this show? When are you going on your show? Oh, dude,
0: it's nonstop. People ask all the fucking time. And it's funny because I always saw the name go, I don't know who that is, man. And I'm scrolling that. Like I said, I was on the one night go, get this fucking guy. Who is this guy? We need him on the show. And that's when I'm like, oh, that's the person they keep fucking asking
1: for. I'm thinking even of coming out to LA more, like once a month, renting a house and doing shit. So, you know, out oh, here. It'd be worth it for you. Yeah, I mean He's the people stuff. and all. We can all do, you know. All of us get together, and and, and one thing I matter of fact, uh, one of my guys was saying is true. YouTubers tend to help each other. You don't see them being assholes. Mm-hmm.
0: I haven't really met any.
1: I people. haven't really, and and you'll see others. oh, you get the fucking world is you know how big fucking YouTube is. Yeah. You're know, taking away from me. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I mean, there's you fucking are. Billions of then. people uh, watching it. You know, that's why. Like, No, you know what I mean. Little
2: hierarchies, like in like stand up comedy and like different things. There's like a little. There's the cool kids and all that shit. That's not
1: really like that. Yeah, not right. No, it 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 isn't. It really isn't. I've noticed that. To watch everybody. And you do, and and you just you like the person for whatever you like them for. Then and then like we meet, and then now you say, then you get hooked. Say, I remember I should ask liar on my show when I have you on a show. It's going to be the same. Fuck, I should ask. You should that. ask that shit. But, uh, we do
0: that every time we leave. Uh, yeah, of course, why not? Uh-huh. Oh
1: fuck!
0: Because yeah. in my notes I didn't even ask. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: I do it all the time. I
0: We're do it all the time. I got word. I got one right now.
2: So. What, what advice do you give to just Andy Dufresne, just your regular guy going your regular into prison, prison guy. going in for the first, doesn't belong there, like well, terrified? What right, right. Do you
1: okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that's just a question depending on what they did and where they're going. Mm. You know, if you go to a camp, you're a doctor and you're fucking fuck off on 15 grand or whatever the fuck, you know, some bullshit and you're doing three months in prison that's a fucking camp. Let's face it. That's a vacation for you and me right now. We go to wait for three, three, three months ago. You know what? I needed that. You know, but get the fuck away from everything. You know, not a phone. Fuck it. Just fuck it. You know, uh-huh. get in shape, but that's a whole different animal than going to even a low, but a medium or high. That's tough. And if it's a high, that's a tough, and it depends on what they crime. Was it a sexual related? Was a, 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 we call, you know, a, a drug crime, mm-hmm. robbery crime, that kind of, you rob an old, raping old lady and the people, you know, they, they remember they got a mom, they got a dad, you know, you rob, kind of an honor code, as stupid as it sounds, but it is one. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that's a, that loaded question.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fucking horrifying. Just like, is there is there a path of not being gang related if you're just a regular Uh, dude? Yeah,
1: and it depends on the prison and can get rough in some and it depends on your age and how you handle yourself. You know, a lot of people said, "Larry, man, you made prison, but you're a big guy." You know, which I am a pretty Mm -hmm. good fighter, big guy. But it was never that that survived me, prison. It was the brain, knowing shit before it come, knowing who to talk to, knowing who to be around. That's the kind of things I think you look for in people. Period. Yes. You know, cause listen, I don't care how tough you are. There's someone tougher. Always. You know, I, I don't care everything. No matter what thing we're going to talk about that, that's just a given, you know? So and then you have to use your brain and most of guys like us or whatever, it depends, you know, sometimes they're not, they're a fucking corporate geek that doesn't mm-hmm. going to be fucked up. But then there's a the street kid, you know, and understands where they are gone. It's a nerve wracking thing, but, Okay, you know, I know how to talk to people. I don't want to shut my fucking mouth, I don't want to say something. I don't want to piss someone off. I kind of look around what's going on, you know, the feet, the pressure, the You could feel tension in prison. That's the one thing I tell anyway,
2: people. Oh, you could feel. I would it. imagine I'd it never stops. It. Like I would imagine it would never You know, there's
1: times it. when no, we 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 fucking get high and do shit and do all that crazy shit. And you, you got to be comfortable around certain people even though it's so crazy. I always say that. You know, my cellie, he killed a guy with an axe handle, but he was really a good guy. Uh-huh. And he, It sounds so fucked up now when you think yeah, about yeah. it. I knew another guy he fucking killed a guy and cut his head off with a shank. But you know he was nice to us. So he, you know, he, how does that sound when you think about it? I think yeah. about people go, you know, Larry just said he was a good guy and he killed fucking two people in a fucking with an axe handle. You know, that yeah, is
2: right. yeah. Your baseline for judging people
0: has to be different. Like you have to you have to take it and with the situation, like yeah, he murdered four people, but <laughs> what he likes me. This. He's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Good
2: guy. Were were your ties on the streets? Did it make your life easier in there? Oh, yeah. With
1: mine for sure because of the mobsters. But in even other people, if they knew one guy, guy can vouch for him from the neighborhood. I don't know how good that is when your neighborhood's all going to jail, you know? True.
0: So this is going to lead into that exact thing. You, you said uh, the guy catches you says, "I'm, I'm retiring. What happens the day the guy when you get in trouble when you finally get caught for seven years? Oh yeah, ninety yeah. six. Gotcha. Because I want to lead into what Marty's asking about jail. Yeah, he catches you. What do you do that day? You wake up
1: the day you get in trouble. What is the that day, day like? What is that day? That's like? the helicopter over the house shit, movie shit.
0: That's what I'm wondering.
1: The my I used to I had a, uh, a townhouse with a fucking nine foot bar. At this time, it's ninety six. Computers were nothing. I Now I'm bookmaking. I'm the biggest bookie from South Florida, fucking Central Florida. And I had a computer. And I remember I had like a six-time modem and whatever fucking car. I don't know what the fucking shit was. All I know is three years later, my son's fucking nine. I tell him I got him a computer. He says, that thing's a piece of shit. (laughs) So that's three fucking years. And he's fucking nine years old. He don't want my shit. So anyway, uh, so that day. You know, I, I, there was a guy, we used to have steaks and shit. And it, was all, it was like a party house, you know, obviously. And my wife, I have a 15 month old daughter at the time, you know, during the day, I, she thought she says, oh, I, you know, I think someone was following me. Now, I think over that's true. She diff- said that? She thought said that. Like, I'm thinking, hey, fuck it. But I think mobsters know how much you make and this. Now, you you do trust, you know, you're in a world of not the fucking most, you know, honorable people. So you're wondering, who's fault? Is it the cops? Is it this? Now, a month before this, we had a getaway of a fucking crazy robbery in fucking Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Er, You know, the shootout and all that kind of shit. Not shootout, because I didn't shoot back. But anyway, we go uh, at that day, and fucking, she goes, she has my daughter on her arm. She goes out (gasps) to get the mail at the end of the cul-de-sac. I hear her scream, they're coming! I jump out of my fucking chair, door flies open, it's the ninja motherfuckers. I turn around and go out the back patio with Jaguji, just fucking coming in with the fucking mask and this shit. Oh shit. Helicopter high up above. This is a five o'clock on a Monday. Some neighbors no, they all know I'm a gangster, but some think I'm this nice good this good guy and boy, they fucking weren't for a shock that day. Because <laughs> they closed off the whole fucking de like at five o'clock at night. I mean it's totally done. Then the guy again, the FBI puts me down. I got three grand in my pocket, uh, three grand in my pocket. Fucking, you know, Rolex, fucking nice sneakers. And I know jail. What the fuck? I says, he says, I you know. I say, listen, can I give my wife the money and the stuff and the ring and all the shoes? Yeah, they didn't even care. It was a hot watch, not jewelry, money, cat, sneakers, change them. They weren't assholes. You know what I mean? They did their job. They weren't trying to do more than they had to do. They, they were cops that had a job to do. They caught me. Mine was to always evade them. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with that. I'm okay today. I tell young people, even ratting. I said, what is ratting and all this? I tell them this. You and me doing a crime and you getting off time because you could tell on I me mean, that's ratting. You get, Your mom getting robbed in her neighborhood, her calling the police is not ratting. Fucking got robbed. She's a civilian. She's supposed to do and catch you. If you're stupid enough to fucking get caught, you're a fucking jerk off and you shouldn't have been robbing the old lady anyway. If, if, am I making sense? 100%. Is
0: as clear as you could have put it, man?
1: Okay. If you
0: don't get that, what the fuck are you doing? There's more stone than we are. (laughs) 100% they are. I (laughs) hope, I hope, Everybody at home is just ripping bongs right now. You yeah. can't really smoke bongs on YouTube because YouTube would get pissed at that. So we keep it to the
1: joints. Oh, is that what it is? They don't mind the joints? Yeah, we we, kinda, we try to like just tiptoe on this channel. Tiptoe,
0: yeah. He's got a full weed Have channel. you been shut down? Have you been demonetized? Uh, for my, my, my regular channel, my big one, has been deleted before, but I got it back. So I do all my
1: weed shit on there. It's just... And you got it back? You, you, you made the argument? Yeah, Marty got it back for me. Good for you, Marty. Yeah. yeah. Made the argument that it's entertainment, it's whatever...
0: Yeah, I did all that.
1: A little different. We know how that works, right? Yeah. There. Our guys, are <laughs> a in the back here too. <laughs> right. They um, know that shit. They go, "Fuck! Don't what the fuck did we do?" today? <laughs> I, I feel you. But um,
0: so sorry, I got off track a little bit. He ca- he's they come in. You said the ninjas come in. Basically, they put you down. They let you change your
1: shit. Well, no, not like, just give those items. Give the, it away, and then I'm I'm cuffed there, and they had a warrant for the house, but all they had was for me and any excess of cash and any uh, jewelry equipment or shit like that and they did miss cash cuz I had a safe in my bedroom under the rug and they didn't say they, it? yeah then. it was 50k in there so they missed that and and they but they weren't again they really wanted me they got me and I'm sitting on the curb and then they take me in the car and they go to at this time in 96 it was one of the new facilities that they had the fingerprint machines you know where you put your thing on each prong then you know remember the old way Fucking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the real, you know. So they processed me, their dude. Didn't even ask me questions. Fucking didn't do a fucking thing. I didn't ask them. They didn't ask me. We both what knew what for? the fuck we're here for. You knew what it was for. <laughs> what the fuck, yes. The FBI ain't coming down your door because you're fucking like Mother Teresa or rob the fucking <laughs> beer at the corner drugstore. So how, if they've, if they've been
0: looking for you for so long, how did they finally realize that it's you?
1: Yeah, great story. You know, the last robbery I was telling you about, a lady well, we, where they were shooting. Yeah, but that was it's a robbery of the store. Before the store, we were casing other stores. And I went into a store and I looked at a ring. But we had, did not invest, did, didn't rob that store. But the lady took my plate number down because she wanted to sell me a ring. She wanted to get, you know, come back because I was looking at nice expensive rings. That's how you case stores. So she's really, so she just happens to have my plate number. I don't know this, of course. At the time, look at your face. That's <laughs> insane. I'm sure oh, okay, the same way. L- yeah. Let me tell you. So, what happens is, she fucking the a lady has this. I don't know this, of course. The FBI when I when a robbery happened of my my modus operandum, the way it's done, the FBI flooded the area. They fucking checked every jewelry store in the area and went in. Was anybody try to ask these questions before? The case in it. They went in, they, they confiscated every camera in Wawa stores and fucking Seven Elevens, uh-huh. and they actually got me that. In one of my convictions, I am seen in a, a a Wawa store next to the jewelry store the day of or the day before in Savannah, Georgia. I think it was Savannah, Georgia robbery. One of that robberies, so they know you're there. It might Marietta or I don't know which one. It was in Georgia for sure. Because those states, I don't know. But that's how they fucking got. Then I'm not even on the car because it's a rental car I'm not on the car. Fat Tommy, who works for me, is. And Tommy's 350 pounds. I'm not 350. I'm a big guy, but nothing like that. Didn't look like him or anything. But I was the co-driver. Like, you know, an add-on because you had to have it in case you had a legitimate accident. And once they ran my name... The fucking flags went up, the fucking thing, organized crime, busted for drugs six months before or whatever, not, you know, fucking all the crazy shit, and then they got me. And then they ended up convicting me on four stores, and I don't know how many millions, but they closed twenty-one, twenty-two 22 cases, and upwards of up, 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 18 Damn. million.
0: All from just <laughs> that.
1: Fuck. That's how you get taken
0: down because the lady really wants to do her job well.
1: Exactly. Oh, fuck. I had to know. But you know what? This is a true story or true feeling. I'm glad it happened because it didn't happen at a time where it got crazy. Someone did get killed. I had planned a robbery before that that's in my book about kidnapping the owner and fucking getting 12 million out of a Fountain Blue Hotel, an h Stern jeweler. And we had dynamite ready to put on the wing, take the family hostage and make him go in in the morning and get the diamonds with me, and I'll have dynamite on him. And if I tell him, I got this thing, if you pull over this cops, you hit someone, I'm going to step out of here, and I'm going to hit this button, you're going to blow up. And your family's going to die if they don't ever hear from me every you know, hour or whatever it is because we got a guy back at the family. Never happened, obviously, because if it is, that's no statute of limitation. So even if that robbery happened, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying, guys? So it's a different charge. It's a big, big yeah. time federal. You know, it's kidnapping and it's the whole works. So why, you know, being caught, if you want to call, it probably saved my life, you know, in a lot of ways. Get out of the mob business, get more power. I was getting jewelry, you know, and then, you know, you get become bigger, you limo, you get into this before. you I mean, you're big in the system, but it's going to crash like a fucking elephant on a fucking
2: mouse
1: mm. and it does it's at most 99 i got busted probably luckily because we didn't plan that next crazy ice mm. or whatever because if i didn't and i did one more and it was the wrong one because the fbi asked me to go you're so good you had so much money you did all this shit why are you fucking doing this you could retire and you know what it was we like pot or whatever you like acid i'm an acid nutty fucking there's better high there than I've ever had in my life.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, it was a high that you can't explain. And I've done every drug, so it's not about drugs. It's a what high. What, is it just knowing that you it's can, that can It's an adrenaline. It's an adrenaline thing that you beat the system. You beat these people. You want to be a fly on the wall and that fucking thing. It's just crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And when you think about that, you say, that's the ultimate high everyone chases everywhere. You chase the best high. That's why people do different drugs they try to get a little more. You're chasing that perfect high you had one time, or where, or you want to get to that perfect mm-hmm. high. Same with, with 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 this that adrenaline. I mean, there's nothing I can do to get to that high. Maybe it is. Maybe I can fucking make a conglomerate and fucking save fucking half the world. I don't. You know what I'm getting at? I, I who the you. fuck knows? But it's just that high, and a lot of people don't get that. But did your
2: mind state change about like what path you wanted? It- life during your time in prison or was it through like the vanity fair thing and now no 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 no
1: no. i I was doing good i I developed the number one program in the country to help people Mm. you know i'm the only ex-con in the united states who's an honors honorary cop what look i I, I get that you (laughs) can look it up online listen i developed a program it's called the reality check program this is true it's the number one program that helps young people stay out of trouble and it's even used by court systems and police agencies and everything. Oh, wow. So, a police agency calls me, and you know how I am because I haven't changed even fucking before YouTube or anything. They fucking come to me and say, Listen, you know, we we use your program. We love your program. We'd like to, you know, c- fly in and vet your program and say, come on in anytime you want. Police chief is a sweet, To this day, he's a great friend and everything. So he comes back, and then he goes back home, and they talk about my program and this. They want to make me an honorary police officer. Now, I've been offered that, and I look at the police department. If they're jerk officers here, go fuck yourself. you know. But this police department, they don't give out fucking tickets for fuck. They don't give out awards in the police department for the most arrest or most of you. You know what he gives out awards for? The cops that help the person on the street with a flat tire he gives out an award for the guy who speaks to the church or whatever it is. So he's not, he's rewarding him for doing shit that's for us, yes. you know, for the people. And I love that. And he's true to it. True to it is a fucking day is long. And then I said, okay, so there's a big ceremony around this whole country. ABC, so you Google it everywhere. Every major network had it on. I was on every TV station in the country being sworn in as the only ex-con to this day it was honorary police officer.
2: That's insane. What a feeling.
1: Yeah, no, I hate. I, I don't no, hate. I'm saying I don't <laughs> hate. So I, I don't like it. the way some cops are. I, I support good cops big time. If they're a good cop, they're doing the right thing. I often tell people, oh, the cops suck. Fuck the cops." You, your mother's getting robbed. you want to call a 911 or 411? 100%. Mm-hmm. I say it all the
0: time. Defund the police. So when you're getting robbed, who are you going to call? Right,
1: right, right. What are you going to do? The fuck so you to So I do? want my mom to get the good cops. But you also have to have cops that are. Into the cities, into the helping of people. So when they catch a kid smoking, we blowing the bullshit or whatever the fuck he's doing, they don't ruin their life. Those are rare. That's why you need more. I've encountered one in my whole life. Isn't that sad? Is is it because you're brown? Maybe. Is it because I don't know? You don't know? I don't know. But we're
0: all drinking. Goes, all right, guys. All right, guys. Come on, just pour them out, clean it up, and leave. And I'm like, yo, thank you, because I have to graduate this week. I would have been fucked. It was the last week of school. I'm like, that's the first cop I ever met that was nice to me. Good mm-hmm. shit. But
1: I see what you're saying. So I don't say fuck the Cosgo. Fuck that cop. Right. Oh, I do that all the time. If the cops, I look at them, I go, what a stupid jerk. I watched a piece on 2020 about this Quinn family and fucking thing. She gets kidnapped. These cops fuck it up so bad. I go, what the fuck are these morons doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's terrible. But, you know, but again, I support good cops. And these people, they, they actually gave me the badge. Here's another one that'll fuck you up. I'm the only ex-con in the United States to be recognized on the floor of the United States Congress. I am in the Congressional fucking records, smoking a joint with you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's go. So when I mean what a feeling, I'm saying when you're in jail, going this sucks, to one day I'm gonna be getting
1: (laughs) recognized on the floor (laughs) of Congress. How fucked up is that?
0: I mean that's that's the path you're supposed to be on, but isn't it? Because when we do accomplished crazy shit, like how the fuck does I was just selling packs and Merced, mm-hmm. and then now I'm thinking, I can't believe this is real. So there is that moment where you think, holy shit, it's a powerful
2: mind just depending on what it's being applied to. Yes. basically. It's yeah, like,
1: it is, and, and it, it's amazing when you say that because it's, you know, you look at it and say, okay, you did that, great, you did this, but you still strive for more. You strive for the, you know, day. as a disabled vet, I can actually physically retire, pensions, all this kind of crazy shit. But I love what I do so much, you know, and I want to see the young people around me and people all grow and make this fucking thing so big. Again, the cigar brand, that's fucking huge because it's all over the fucking world. You smoke a crooked fucking diamond.
0: It's like... Best cigar, I'm a cigar smoker. A legal thing that I'm going to do that I actually like. That's why I had to ask if you're a cigar smoker because that's even, even... like stronger for you. You know what I mean? This is something you are passionate You're, about. To
1: people with. are hearing this for the really first time. This is the longest time we sit and explain what we're doing with this thing and everything. I'm
0: fucking glad.
1: This is great. I can see it on
0: your face. You're excited. That's that's oh. what we're here for, man. This is awesome. Fuck yeah. Accomplishments. That's oh, yeah. sick.
1: All right, now one more to tell you something. When I got out of prison, 2007, I end up getting out and a friend goes to Larry I need a favor. I said, what the fuck? Do you want me to break somebody's legs? I just get out of prison. Leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, I caught my, now this is night 2007. He goes, uh, end of 2007. He goes, because I got out August 24th. He says, I caught my 16 year old smoking weed and he told me, fuck you, dad. Where, where you ever been? Mm-hmm. He, he's a successful guy. He was a golfer, golf pro. And I says, he said, I said, your dad told you, that your son told you that, 16 year old kid? I'll speak to your son. <laughs> I fucking go in. I happen to have pictures of kids who are dead, kids that are, you know, things murdered and asses, got a lot of bad shit. So I sit the kid down. He's a big kid, but I'm a big guy too, you know. So I sit down. I says, "You uh, two curse words, true." I said, you told your son where the fuck he's been? You the way he's been? I'm going to show you where the fuck I just come from. Boom. He's looking at him. Start showing them pictures, telling them about time, losing my kids. Everything that goes along with what we're talking about. The guy fucking two hours later fucking, I come out, and the kid's like, you could see him change. You, know, like, you could see the fucking kid change. I said to the dad, I said, see what happened. He gives me 100 bucks. I don't got money. 100 bucks. He goes, Larry, thanks again, man. Like, Can I give your name to some people? Or, sure. So now people are calling me for talk to their kid. 100 uh-huh. bucks. I said, wow. But I develop a program now called the reality check program that is used in court systems by police agents. It's a four part program of this, what I used to talk about. It's an hour video. I'll send it to you. Holy shit. And it, I'll send you a link so you can check it out. And it's pretty good. You know, the video is built in 2010 and that video to this day is so relevant and people say, don't ever change it. It's so raw. Mm. You know, you'll see rawness, especially in the business we're in and you'll go, wow but it's going to catch you to fucking say you know and that's why they don't want to mm-hmm. change that yeah. but i developed that and i still have that it's so amazing. and so th- that's the part of me like i love what we're doing I, you don't know this is great but i know you got a heart and you like to help people you don't want to see people fucking get fucked up on shit addiction or robberies or this or a bad life man you don't want that you know that's not your heart yeah, you know, we're hard. We can be hard. I can tell you go fuck yourself and sleep in the street, motherfucker. But you get what I mean. It's of course, hard for you want me the to be... good for everyone until they fuck with you, right?
0: That's really hundred percent. Yeah. So my next question, since I know we're getting, uh, girl, you know, off top. so we we asked about it. You get caught, and you said it's probably for the better because saved my life, essentially, from what the perspective you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, you go in day one. You say you're in Atlanta. Oh, in prison itself.
1: Yeah, when was the first you? Well, to no, go to you go. I went down to a Florida uh, detention center, FDC Miami. It takes like months for you. Oh yeah, well you go there, and then you got to go for your trial. You go, you whatever. You know, I ended up. I beat a life sentence. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. So, I mean, however your case goes, it takes it takes a year. That's I was at almost a yield to the day actually, and I went to uh, Atlanta then. The zoo starts. I mean, you know, you're talking about one of the worst prisons in the country at the time. And they sent you there because of how much you stole? Yeah, well, I was violent, technically violent crime. But also, I wouldn't fucking roll. I'm the only one who went away on my case. What do you mean? Nobody went away. Hey, like that, kid.
2: (laughs) All that manpower, all those resources and money behind trying to track down. (laughs) Oh, because they
1: only got you. Only got me. now, eventually, Therapist. wait a minute, eventually, my brother gets caught. You know how? His fucking ex-wife told the fucking police eight days before the Statue of Limitations. Mm. Oh. Fucking cunt. <laughs> eight days. <laughs> Damn. I don't know who's listening to that one, but they're a cunt, huh? Sorry, yeah. ladies, and I don't mean that about you out there. I,
0: I mean, my my girlfriend used that word when uh-huh. when someone's being Freaky. cunty. So, oh it's okay, totally okay. <laughs> I get it. But
1: Wait, I don't want people to think. They, yeah, but,
2: but if it was it like deliberate,
0: like she oh yeah, it was fucking
1: deliberate. They got the fucking phone messages, got the phone calls, everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel sick for him. Yeah. Man. Now my brother and I are very very close, and he he lives right near me. I mean, we we're very close, and uh, he did he ended up having to do nine and a half years, just about ten
0: oh god damn
1: look at it. okay
0: so so you're, you're, it you're, go the go only, to, you're the hey. only that goes they're so fucking mad at you that you won't say who else is with you well no go, i cost
1: them in 2002 god. i get another conviction for filing a false statement to the fbi why because i lied they said who's my partner i said john rodriguez where's john rodriguez miami <laughs> Did you know the federal government spent over a million dollars oh, no. investigating every John Rodriguez in Miami? That's records. It's on the record. You can read the whole case. Why
2: would they believe you? Like you're gonna Listen, that added more time?
1: I, I ended up getting 12 more months, but they ran it concurrent. Oh, okay, cool. And I didn't give a fuck. At this time, I got fucking six convictions in the feds. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. Right? Give me more. You want, you want to take <laughs> yours is? so you don't have one? What do I give a fuck? Fuck.
2: <sighs> Pablo Escobar is my fucking partner. Go find
0: him. Yeah, (laughs) find him. Right?
1: Well, almost. But And they researched and fucking, you should have seen their trial. They wanted me to take the plea and I wouldn't. Because if I did it, my brother couldn't win the appeal, which we did win an appeal from, but that's a whole other show. So it's fucking like, they fucking were trying to make me go so bad because I'm costing the government yeah. mega resources pulling a jury. We had
2: Freeway Rick Ross on here, same J- shit.
1: Judge, <laughs> judges hate pulling uh, a jury. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking pulling, they, they rather. So they ended up, the prosecutor says to me, he goes, all right, we'll give you 12 months and run a concurrent. We'll recommend 12 months because with a federal judge, they could tell you, go fuck yourself. So he, they said, we're going to recommend a 12 months, run concurrent. And I, okay, then. If you agree to a bench trial, me, I could, because it's still a trial they can't use for my brother. I said, okay, let's do the bench trial. So we get in there. We fucking present our case. He presents his. They wins. It's a fucking easy case, you know. But when he comes and presents the case, he brings in this fucking hand truck full of fucking files and paperwork and all that bullshit, He's telling the judge how they went and it cost the government over a million dollars. We investigated. We even investigated a John Rodriguez in a house and he was in jail and then we investigated that family. I mean, you're in all this shit. And I go, <laughs> oh, fuck. And there's really no fucking you know, excuse here. I mean, it's already proven that I lied in my brother's <laughs> trial. So we're fucking sitting there and I go, oh, I'm dead, man. This motherfucker judge is going to slam me. So the judge... And if you've ever been in a federal court, they don't fuck around. They, li- It's a big high shit. Feds don't fuck around. It's an intimidating place. So I'm in it. I don't give a fuck, really. I'm already in prison six years. I'm in the worst. I was in the worst of the worst. Ah, fuck you. Give me another three. That's- I thought I was going to get three more years at first, because that's the most they could have given me, I think it was. And I said, oh, I'm going to get another three tacked on, and they're going to run it consecutive. This then, this whole happens. So the judge gets up, says, "Okay, I find Mr. Lawton guilty." You know, we say, "Okay, we'd like to wa- wa- waive pre-sentence investigation (PSIs) because already in prison, nothing's changing." Yeah. They agree. They agree. All right, recommendations. So my guy gets up. And, uh, oh, you know, Mr. Lawton's been in jail. You know, they should forget about the. You know, we recommend nothing because we, you know, this does not hurt anybody. It was he was trying to protect his brother. and All the bullshit. Prosecutor gets up and says all this fucking, you know, how I'm a devil, and I fucking cost them a million dollars. So the judge is like this, and the judge is sitting back, and I'm fucking, I'm fucked. You know, he's going to give me these fucking years. I said, oh, fuck. He says, a uh, prosecutor goes, what do you recommend? So the prosecutor says, 12 months just to run concurrent with his sentence, which is nothing, really. The judge leans back in his chair. He tells me, "Goes, stand up to the prosecutor." I go, oh, "I'm really fucked." He's gonna, he can slam me. This judge, I mean, this is a federal grudge. They don't have to fucking listen to you, and you know? it. They are God, man. It's not like states. So fucking the judge, fucking goes. You just told me this man cost you a million dollars. He lifts up this paper. Boom. And now your recommended time. What am I missing here? What the hell is going on? How do you do this and put me through? This is the judge, like, oh, i <laughs> And then the judge tells the guy, sit down. He's pissed as shit at this. Like, in other words, why did you bring this in front of me? This shit never been in front of me. Get the fuck away. Wasting my time. And I, and I, and the, you know, defense stands. You know, I stands. He goes, looks back. He takes his gavel. He goes, who am I? A federal judge? Time run concurrent. I lean back and, holy fuck. <laughs> I mean, I just fucking just made three years more of my life. You know, I mean, that's what the judge could have slammed me. I mean, they can do anything they want. Yeah. The feds. So it's a crazy story. Damn. Fuck. That's my last conviction. So, mm-hmm. and since then I've been clean. Except for this murder. I was involved with these three guys in uh, uh, Melbourne, Florida. No, I'm only fucking around. <laughs> hey, what are the you, fuck <laughs> out of here! What no, are you getting into? No, right? no, look at you! Look at you! Smoke a little more with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Okay, so, 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 my question is: They got so upset at you that you wouldn't say anything that they put you in one of the worst prisons in America. Well,
1: yeah, my ri- original prison, I went. Uh, that sounds right. I'm in prison, and uh, I'm in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. So we're processing. And they're sending me to the fucking, you know, I get transferred. I ask the guard. The guard says to me, he goes, fuck, Lawton, you're going to Atlanta. Who did you piss off? This is a fucking guard in another penitentiary. He goes, oh, that place is a zoo. And sure enough, when I went up there, uh, there was a murder a month for a year. A murder a month. Not counting overdoses. Not counting suicides. Not counting guards killing people. I'm talking a murder a month It was a zoo People were getting stabbed All the time It, it, it When they brought in This crazy warden Named uh, Willie Scott He cleaned the place up You know mm. So I mean And he got I mean he's a fucking Jerk off motherfucking Piece of shit Warden Just to let you know How I feel
0: <laughs> <laughs> but So you it. So you get there And you realize It's a fucking zoo Like you said What's day one like
1: In what prison did, No for that prison Oh the real prison I was in the hole For a while they leave, they, they leave you in the hole until make sure you don't have any, what they call separatistes. this, anybody on the yard or this shit. I have none of that. Nobody's in prison. I'm well liked. I happen to be lucky because I brought in a, 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 a kite with me, and it was for a boss, a mob boss named Vic Arena. Vic Arena was in the Colombo Wars in the 90s where they had killings, fucking, and like 12 deaths in Brooklyn, you know, mob war. And this guy was one of the guys, the bosses, and whatever shot and all that shit. Well, he got where I had a message for him through people, and then they looked you up, and now you're with them. He act he actually gave me a big bag of commissary and all that shit the first day I was on the fucking yard. Mm-hmm. I asked where's Vic, saw him at lunch. He told me meet me at six, kid. I know he went in. He did all his due diligence. He made his phone call or whatever to somebody in the street. They go, yeah, he's he's a good guy. And then once he hears that, boom. You know, we need more good guys, you know, yeah. and you're in that, in the East Coast, they don't call it the car like that, Do on the West Coast, you're, you're with those guys, you know, mm-hmm. and when you're with them, you get your protection, you're with the mob guys, and they had too much politics too, but it's just typical of any fucking group, gang, or any of the fucking things you deal with, and I dealt with all the M.A., I dealt with Norteños, yeah. Sereñas, Aztecas, Latin Kings, G27, Nietes, you know. Aryan brother, Aryan circle, Aryan nation, dirty white boy. I, re- I dealt with all these fucking gangs, you know. Mexican Serranos, so, uh, especially you know they were. I used to like the uh, Border Brothers from back Texas. They were. I had. I knew a couple of those guys real good. I knew a couple of Sardinos real good. So, so
0: you're in Atlanta and you're telling me there's sorry. Like, I don't think of Mexicans in Atlanta. That's fuck. why. I'm like, what? what?
1: You know. You know. Cubans actually had the biggest riot in America. The Cubans took over Atlanta in 1987. The they prison. took the whole fucking prison hostages oh, and everything. Cubans from fucking Maralitos. The ones I brought here.
0: Oh shit! The, the, <laughs> the ones I
1: legally for the government. Full circle. Full fucking circle. You remember now, huh? See, I got you. I'm gonna catch you. Oh no! I remember. Don't be fucked up. See, we can handle it here. No, we're <laughs> good. We're good.
0: <laughs> okay, so your day one and the 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 story I watched. Uh, that, that got me like, oh, okay, we need to bring him in. And this is where, full circle, we're right back to where I was going to start in my head. So it was like a, a fight story or something like that where you you had to crack somebody with a tray.
1: No, with the mop handle? Mop handle. around Yeah, that was in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta. There's two bathrooms in the back. Now, once you everything that's handled with everybody, you can do what you're going to do. You got to do what you got to do. They tell you. So me, I have a fucking mop, you know, there's a mop bringer down. The gym, this is down at the gym area in Atlanta. This is the same prison that we're talking about, the zoo one. Yeah, zoo one. I mean, there's so many dark spots we call them where there's no cameras and shit like that. Gotcha. Well, anyway, in the in the gym, when you come out of the bathroom, there was a mop closet, and I knew how to get in the mop closet. But fucking then you go down, and I took a mop handle, a fucking metal mop ringer. This guy's a big guy. But, you know, you got to do what you fucking got to do. So the he he went to the bathroom after the recall that three thirty recall 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 everybody go back to their cells. So we do that. He comes around. I see his shadow, like but you could feel shadow darkness from the light. I wield a fucking mop ringer and fucking crushed his fucking face. He goes down. I fucking drop the mop ringer. I fucking go back to my fucking cell. Boom. He's fucking. Sure enough, three. Four o'clock count. This is prison, man. Every day, four o'clock is count time. Four o'clock count. They they usually let us out by 4.20. You know, they start unlocking doors. They clear count. They ain't clearing count. Ain't clearing count. Here it is, 4.30. Quarter to five. Usually, shit, Chow was running already, man. This is going to fucked up the whole yard. Six o'clock. No fucking... uh, They found the guy, of course, and fucking... Crushed. You had to go to medical. You know all the bullshit that goes along with getting your face crushed, and fucking they kept us locked down till they found out. they're left them, they let us out, and then they found out it wasn't a. Uh, the only reason they lock prisons down is when they have, like, a, I kill you, and now they think the Mexicans are going to start a war. Got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't even know if you consider of Mexican Americans kill You get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. And 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 then once they find out it's some personal beef. Yeah, you didn't pay me for fucking the card game or whatever the both crazy nuts we are. Then they say, "Okay, look, open up the yard." They want to make sure that there's not there's not a riot.
0: Oh shit! Okay, so
1: yeah, yeah that, and that's I the survived story. that prison system, uh, you know, in a way with more, like I said, my brains than brawn. I mean, you had a fight when you had a fight, of course, and I partied. There were good times, bad times, pressure times, and all the prisons. And I fought the prison system. So they fucking transfer me, and they can't, you know, I, I've been on Con Air 16 times. That's the fucking airport. That's a
0: real thing?
1: That's I watched f- Con Air three fucking days ago. That's a fucking real thing. And, but they don't have the things on the feet, you know, the way they did on the fucking plane. But, yeah, I, I reviewed that movie, and I talked about the bullshit part of it and shit. shit. Yeah, Con Air. <laughs> I was on years. that plane 16 fucking times. For getting transferred? Yeah, I was all over that. I have frequent flyer miles for Con Air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why are you getting transferred so much? <laughs> Huh? Why are you getting transferred so? Because
1: I was fucking with the prison. I mean, I wrote letters to the media. I had Congress fucking involved. Oh, That's what helped me because I, I I exposed deaths going on in prison. Like what kind the of the prison place? was killing people through medical? What do you mean? Literally letting mean? people die. Literally, a guy a friend of mine walked out of the medical department. Comes into the unit. Is his boss already all week? Told him go to the doctor. You know, I guess he had pains and all this shit. They gave him Maalox and Connie walks in the fucking door and he walks and he says to me and another guy named Jimmy Brown, he says, I'm dying. We put him in a chair. He literally keels over and fucking dies. If you've ever never seen a man die, when they die, they defecate themselves. They, you know, that's what happens. You open up whatever's in there. And it was actually the spot and wetness on the ground after we knew he was dead. Because we start trying to give him CPR and the guards are screaming, lockdown, lockdown. You know, they call medical, all that bullshit. But I was in a cell looking at the whole incident. And those motherfuckers were laughing when they had him on the stretcher and poking to taking the golf cart from the front of the unit up to the fucking the mountain. They were laughing. They didn't give a flying fuck. And he was fucking dead and they weren't fucking pumping his chest. They weren't doing anything like that. And he died. He died of a heart attack, obviously, a massive heart attack. That they, That's just one of them. There were two others. So I wrote letters to fucking Congress. I fucking did. I wrote media articles. I did all this shit. And it got, it got attention, and they hated me. And they put me in the hole, and they beat me for 11 straight months. I was strapped down naked, beaten, and tortured, and pissed on by guards. What? The first three pages of my book. Damn. Read the first three pages of my book. Three pages. You got a book? If not, I, did I send you? Yeah, we yeah. We, we both got okay, guy. Okay. So, and you know, and then you, I survived it by being a fighter, by never quitting. You know, having that, and, and seeing. You know, I don't want to see kids. You know, part of when I was in prison, and the older you get, my reputation was real good around the whole system. Stand up guy, he's got a fight. System don't give a fuck. I saw too many young people come to prison. You know, they think they're badasses on the street. They hit that fucking places where I was at. It ain't no joke, you know. It, you know, it's fucking real deal. There's murderers, there's fucking hitmen, there's mob bosses, there's drug kingpins, there's guys like me, armed robbers. You know, I didn't give a fuck, you know. You know, come from the streets. As smart. All of us were, you know, we're talking penitentiaries now. I'm not talking like, uh, you know, uh, little county jails or anything of shit. So it's the real deal. And I saw too many people come to prison, young people. And man, you see them change so quick from thinking they're bad. They, they realize right away, man. And uh, I saw too many of them coming, and then before you know it, I see them hooked in the gang, or the, even if they weren't, and running with the bad crowd, doing this and shit, and not gonna change their lives. You know, he's, they might have a lot of time, but you know, a kid having twenty years is, you know, at that age, you're out in the thirties. You know, it's not even like. Oh, you know, you. Look, I I went away at 34 years old, and I got out at 46. So I lost the best years of your life. Big you chunk. know, the and the best years. You know, like me, those 34 to 46 is your best earning years, best fucking years. I don't give a shit what it is. It's the best, believe me. You know, and good
2: to know. <laughs> it's good to <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. You get, you'll get there.
1: <laughs> He's getting there. <laughs> almost, I know almost so. And that and that's what I uh didn't want to do. That's another reason I do what I do with the kids and the help be, you know, and been in schools and speak all over the place on them, you know. And obviously the entertainment part of it came from being on T V, being a Casey Anthony expert, being on John Stewart, fucking funniest great tight you know, uh the Comedy Central. Yeah, for sure. Fucking great fucking show. Great. Oh, he was fucking great, man. And a nice guy. And a nice guy. And then being on all the ABC news shows and from Fox to CNN to MSNBC, I'd be their go-to expert for a crime.
0: And that's for, for you, from you writing all this, got that attention?
1: Writing all these letters to Congress Well, and stuff? no, no, that's that saved my life in prison. I'm talking when I got out.
0: Oh, no, I'm saying when you got out, you were just kept speaking, and that's what got you all this.
1: Yeah, well, I heard, helped that kid, and then I got in the court system, and then I kept speaking. That's what, that's what it Yeah. Was, yeah okay. Early I told you about the kid. That I helped this dad tell him fuck you, that kid. Since that time and I developed the program after that, that's when we did what
0: we did. That's why there's so much media attention. But you're saying while you're in there it saved your life
1: in writing where? all this? In oh prison? yeah. Because but- they would have killed me if I didn't have support coming back into prison. When you write a letter out of a prison and a prison, they, they write it back in. It's all signed for and shit. It's no joke. They can't, oh, I didn't get that person's letter. And if a congressman or a senator write a letter to that prison and they ask about it, they have 30 days to answer that congressman. Now, you as a citizen, they don't give a fuck. You know, I mean, the government don't give a flying fuck. But if a congressman writes them and says, I'd like to inquire about what's going on with Mr. Lawton's situation, him being in a hole for X amount of time already. They have to write back. Well, he's been a bad inmate. Whatever the fuck they say, the bullshit they all come up. With. It's pretty almost stock answers. But now they know they're on the watch from a congressman, so they're not going to kill you because they'll kill you. Don't think they won't. The guards will kill you, and that prison was notorious, you know. And I was just a fighter. I was in Edgefield, and and, and I just I, I'm a fighter. And then I got my instead of going crazy, which you do you do? Don't ever think you don't? I got that that energy back to fight and fight, and I'd write letters in fucking pencil and fucking, you know, doing all the crazy shit together and all more stories, but it's, it's crazy. My book, you read that part of the book, it's just how I had it being in a hole there mm-hmm. and that long and how you survived three years out of 11 in a hole. <sighs> By yourself. You're fucked. Sometimes you got sell, celly, but you're, you're just so fucked. Sometimes you want to kill each other, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I can do what I want, but most of the times with me, I was a violent inmate, so they, there was a long,
2: my brother was in the hall. He said he was talking to ants and shit. He started going crazy.
1: You, 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 there's, there's no question. Sad as it is, people don't They've done many, many studies on the, the uh, effects of I- isolation on a human being. And it's not good. I mean, we're social animals. Yes. We, we, we talked about that earlier. And then you, you try to, you know, fuck with me. That's why rehabilitation, and I talk about it in a different sense. Everybody wants to think, give him a car, give him a you know, transportation job. He's great. No. It's the psychological people don't get. That is the hardest part of, of reintegration into society, mm-hmm. and it's not fucking the uh, get him this, get him the guy's fucking wired. When I went to prison, when I, I when I got out of prison, I was making a hundred choices a day. Today, you and I, Marty, everybody here, you're gonna make a thousand choices. Uh, not a thousand, you make. Uh, yeah, you make a hundred as a thing, and you're gonna make fifteen hundred choices as an adult. When you going to get up? We're going to smoke. What time are we going to start? What are we going to wear? I want two cups of coffee. Yeah. Africa. Whatever the fucking, everything that you make choices of, you don't realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take a poor inmate. Don't know clothes. Don't care. Everything's the same. Times. this, you get programmed. That's called institutionalization. Mm-hmm. And I was totally institutionalized. Mm-hmm. And I was an intelligent guy. Got a degree. You know, read the paper. Did all the things you think is good. Well, I need a joint or something. No more? Uh, did you know you were going? You
2: just, were gonna, just a little more. <laughs> like, did you know you were getting out? Years. At what point did you realize that you weren't like going to get the life sentence?
1: Oh, I knew that before I got in. I beat gotcha. the life sentence pre-trial.
2: Gotcha. Okay, so that's that. That makes sense.
1: And what was life like? How were they going to
0: do life? You're just robbing people.
1: Because the the law states if you get convicted with a firearm, you get five years for the first robbery, twenty years for every robbery after that, running. Consecutive, Ugh. not concurrent. Can't uh-huh. so just the just the fucking three four robberies is eighty five years oh. before they give you the sentence for the crime. So another ten or whatever the fuck doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred years in prison. That's life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least at least I don't know anybody who's lived to one hundred and sixty. Well, I'm t- at that time one thirty four. Fuck. God damn. Okay, so
0: you're telling me that. You're writing all these letters. Like you say you're writing letters, and that's saving your life. But isn't the attention is why <coughs> your life's in danger?
1: Well, it, it, it was like a uh, a to, <coughs> dual thing. Totally. If I stop, then they then they might kill you anyway. If you keep going, I'm <laughs> digging hate you everywhere you go. <coughs> that was a good one. <coughs> but a good... <coughs> You he me, got me my eyes are closing <laughs> like yours the uh what happened was is uh where were we at <laughs>
0: <laughs> you say the attention writing the letters is what's getting the attention of the guards without that you say it saved your life because they have to be on point oh but yeah you, you know
1: at, at the end you know i i stuck to my guns they ended up respecting me man i was on the yard I get out of the hole and you're you're white. You think I'm white? white? I, I look like fucking snow, fucking white. You know, anybody comes out of the <coughs> hole, get no scun. If you're if you're brown, I guarantee you will be look coming out of there looking white.
0: Oh, for sure. There's no. Surprise. I mean, in the
1: hole, there's zero sunlight, You know, you are fucked. Anyway, I'm walking the yard. I was smoking a cigar, the Nobley cigar. It's the the best they had in there because like I guess I smoke good cigars. <laughs> so anyway, we go and. Uh, the warden, associate warden comes up to me. goes, Lawton, Lawton. I, I walk over. I don't give a fuck about him now. I mean, literally. I'm. If he wants to throw me in a hole, throw me in a fucking hole. I know he can, Obviously, and all that shit. But I didn't give a fuck. I said, yeah. I come up. He goes, you need to stop writing sentence. I said, listen to me. He goes, no. He goes, wait. We'll give you a get-out-of-jail-free card. Now, in prison, that means if I get caught drinking hooch, I tell a guy to go fuck yourself. I fucking get caught with gambling. They're gonna give me a pass. You don't have to go to jail. Jail is the hole in prison. He goes, and I'm a, we're gonna give you your own cell. Single cell in prison? That's like fucking the Hyatt fucking, you know, Regency. Because uh, you don't get them, you know? Now you got your own motherfucking cell. You know? Look at that. Better than a condo I'm looking at. <laughs> Just to stop so, writing the letters. Yeah, that's what they're trying to bri- yeah, they're bribe Yeah, they're trying to bribe me. And I said to them, he, he go, I go, why don't you just not do what you did to that black guy in the hole? And he fucking stopped short because I didn't give a fuck. You know, I, what they did was there was an, a veteran who had no legs. He was in the hole. I wrote an article about it. So it's, on, it's, on, it's on, you can read it, I'll send it to you. And the fucking, and the, and the, I said, the fucking, you guys are torturing it. The, the guy, they let, they didn't give him, they let him defecate on himself. He couldn't do she, something with the water. I don't know, couldn't move. I don't know. The place smelled. I had a lieutenant, and it's in this article, come up to my cell with a camera. That had, like, bigger cameras. They're going to show little, you know. Backs up to my cell, knowing I'm a fucking right and senator all the time. I'm fucking a f- fighter, you know. He literally said to me, he's filming in the cell when they're cleaning it and they got the guys in the suits and all the shit and. He says to me, he, go, he goes, if anybody saw this video, somebody in here would be in jail. Meaning that he's yeah. taking this footage, you know? I fucking write a letter. I I quote him. His, his name was Lieutenant Finity. And I fucking, the little, uh, he was a lieutenant. I say I never forget. I, am, I never forget. <laughs> Elephant. Brain, <laughs> you like this. Right? Like Elephant this, like fucking this. Brain, right? So, we a, and he fucking, uh, sure enough, what we talking about? <laughs> yeah. You I quoted, never forget. I don't remember. What? I'm a cameraman. You quoted the cameraman. You quoted the guy Finley. Or- oh, Fiddley. And, and he had, and he had the camera. And I quoted him. And and I ended, up, I ended up getting transferred again. Again, I ended up going oh farther away from Florida. I ended up in Forest City, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck they're is so, so pissed, like, just or- keep pushing him to the middle? Yeah. Just get him the fuck out
0: of <laughs> here. So they're, they 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 didn't help this man with no legs. Essentially, what you're saying.
1: Yeah, not, they, they were abusing everybody, man. I mean, literally, you know, they don't give a fuck. They these pl- these places are fucking animal. They they don't look at human life like you and I. I understand that they really don't, man. It, it's it's fucking sad. I don't know how somebody can go home, treat somebody like that, and they go home and oh, honey, I had a great day at work. I, we say that you're a, lot. a psychopath, you're motherfucker. Psycho. You have to be
0: to turn it off. Go. I'm going to start There's
1: life. something fucking wrong. You just torture someone, piss on his yeah. face. And, uh what the fuck? Hi, hon. I had a great day. You want to pee on me now? Fucker. <laughs> fuck, man. man. So that, that's what,
0: one thing I was going to get into. Yeah, my, my stepdad told me a lot about all of the whole process. And he tells me, like, you know how many people die that you don't see in the newspaper? He's all guards kill more people than anybody. But what I don't understand is how does a guard walk in as a government worker or state getting paid? And how does that person not get killed also? Because, you know, you they, they have the authority there, the police, essentially. But they're also in a room full of people that... Well,
1: they they, they they have assaults on them. They have certain things, and there'll be certain places. They'll be with other people. They might be in a tower at this time because they fucking with them are in the truck or whatever. Or they might be in a position... They're, they're, and you, it's not as easy just to hit a guard, but oh, I've seen it many times. They in Atlanta, they, they tried, they stabbed a district prison official on a fucking inspection round, right in the middle of it for a ten thousand dollar hit. I think you could look it up somewhere, somebody paid ten thousand dollars to do to it to get this fucking prison director or so who was on a fucking inspection. And they fucking did it, <sighs> fucking went up and stabbed them on a fucking prison yard.
0: Yeah. Jeez, he's just with a clipboard?
1: Get I mean, th- yeah, this, well, he, you know, they were with an entourage of people. I don't know how it happened and all this shit. And it was, I mean, I remember I heard about it the first time I got there. Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> well, all I can envision is Shawshank, as he's saying. He's, know, the wardens, just, you know, the
1: Shawshank's a good movie, and it, it's got a good basis. I like it. But obviously it was an older prison that, that yeah. But I was in an older prison just like that. I was in Atlanta. It was built in 1903. Oh, Damn fucking dungeons in there 40 foot walls 20 feet underground three feet thick (laughs) try to get out of that motherfucker (laughs) and people have so you're in prison you say
0: you're six years they try to convict you again he says concurrent get the fuck out of here why is he here so
1: you're doing another six right well i still yeah oh yeah. yeah 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 So I'm is, halfway through my yeah. time. Let's go. So
0: hitting motherfuckers with mob handles is, is this having you have to do this all the time? Not
1: all the time, obviously. But you have to, you know, you have to either protect your honor, your word, or obviously, uh, if someone tries you, because you know you can you can fucking be the pussy and it can go to bad way quick. You know, I don't care how you fight, you got to fight. Yeah, I don't give a shit if you're good or not. It does not matter. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and that's the truth. So I think that's that's what people don't know, and and then it's how you handle it. I mean, in prison things happen, you know. You, you know, I I was involved in a lot because I, I I'm an action guy, you know. You got to do so whether it's bookmaking, whether it's uh, something on the yard, you know, betting and gambling, you know, having a football ticket, you know what I mean? And then now you fucking got a store man that you supply him and he makes money for you. You know, it's kind of like you know you get into action, and when you get into action, you got to do things to people so they know you you're for real. You know, I'm not into action to give it to you when you fucking come hard on me. You know, you're going to get stabbed, motherfucker.
0: Oh, I just picked up my friend from jail. Just got his ass out last week. Took fucking forever for his ass to get out. I think they would be on time with the release dates. <laughs> come man. on, man. I'm out here waiting and shit. They don't, they don't give a give fuck. A fuck. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm getting paid two hours. Let your mom sit outside. Fuck you. It's cra- Anyway, I just picked. He was telling me about some things and he was telling me about something i don't know if you've ever heard of this you probably have he told me like yeah this fucking one has a no hands policy i go what the, oh, the fuck visiting. does that mean no he's like in he's like in our block there's a no hands policy i go what does that mean and he goes you can't fight you can stab each other only <laughs> <laughs> is that what the fuck i've never heard of that before he's like, if it's not important enough to get stabbed over then let it fucking go i'm like is that a real thing i've never heard of that
1: anywhere yeah that is that is fucking crazy but i've seen some crazy shit i mean i've seen you know i've seen so many fucking shanks and fucking that kind of shit i see shit that look like a fucking sword and i said this guy's gonna go through someone well there's different places you know in Atlanta, was an old old prison so we had fucking we even had the fucking plaster walls that we made a hole in and you Mm. could hide a key or something down there on a piece of rope and then you take wet toilet paper and you make it oh. like that, and then you paint it over. We had the mm-hmm. color paint, mm-hmm. and it looks like it was like a you know a, Part a of the fix. Wall. You know, looks it was you know like plastered, uh-huh. and it's perfect. But in fact, our fucking key is taped yeah. up against the wall, so we can go get it, and that key can open something you know really illegal. You have nothing uh-huh. but time uh-huh. in there, <laughs> fucking planning. About- you like that? How we did that? Were huh? you
2: were you tripping balls in prison? You said you were doing acid and shit.
1: Oh man, that's my favorite. In prison, you got oh, acid. Oh. I t- Oh, oh, thank you for that question. <laughs> I took four hits at fucking Assen once I left Atlanta. I swear to God, I floated <laughs> out of prison. I've been looking for that fucking high for the rest of my life. Oh, Remember shit. I was telling yes. you, we're all looking for That was a, I mean it. I was hovering over the prison. I did it in prison. I was hovering over the fucking prison. It was that just, oh, that's the easiest shit in the world to get into prison. That's
2: in like, yeah, it's got to be the easiest. like you put it in a, Bookers, sure. a card, a
1: letter, a fucking you can make the whole card a piece of acid. Take a hundred high of it that's and true. a little thing, get a corrugated card, soak it all up. That's a hundred hits of fucking acid. Damn, how much is one hit acid go for in jail? Twenty five dollars. It's not that bad. Oh no, no, we used to no, we used to get it in, so we used to sell half and fucking take half. Oh my god, we used to fucking. <laughs> I'd be tripping crazy, the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Some people like you know, I've seen guy have a bad trip and jump off a tier, oh. but but. I, most of us just want to get the fuck away, so we put our yes. headphones. You better get a battery pack, because you're going to be up all fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't uh, imagine if it's
0: psychedelics in prison.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, was that the this. most
2: common? Well, what was the most common drug? Oh,
1: heroin. Mm. Heroin by far. Why? Wow, it's because you are sleeping. sleep it Good, they, they They want to fucking nod and be out of it, and that's why you get a lot of overdose. Are the guards yeah.
2: really looking like, are you on drugs, motherfucker? Or no, they, they
1: don't give a flying mm. fuck, as long as you're not causing trouble. Because if you cause the trouble, then, then then you're in trouble. Oh, so oh yeah. Back to my question: How are these?
0: How are these guards doing what they're doing? <coughs> and it's not an everyday looking over your shoulder kind of thing. <coughs> Sorry, this is a this is strong. My bad. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My son looking. is laughing at that. He's yeah. a he's big a big <laughs> smoker, you know. Well, I have a, a bong just about as tall as you in the back of <laughs> <Out> the okay. <laughs> um, So yeah, that, that was the question I always thought of when I see when I see documentary. I'm like, how do you I mean, because you can make a phone call. I know motherfuckers if you can make a phone call and get motherfuckers shot right now. What isn't the same thing for a guard?
1: You like know you they <coughs> live. Anyway. You you see some of that, but there's there's so many ways. They monitor every phone call we have. They, you know, they've they've stopped many stuff that has you know have and stuff has happened. It is more common in the state because the state know each other. Like you know, you you know, you're a prison guard. You might have been a high school with this dude, that dude. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very common And the feds. You know, there's so many and they're so fucking masked and they're all over the fucking world. You know, they send me to Arkansas. Who the fuck I know in Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know. And they do that on purpose, and then it'd be hard to get the, you know, stuff. But there has been. I used to always say to myself, hey, you know, I was with some big, big fucking people. I used to say, man, why don't I fucking, you know, he, I would have a helicopter go through the wires, try this, get, you know. I used to say, you know, that's, that's what I, I was try to figure how I would escape. You know, oh, for sure. And fucking, mm-hmm. I'm wondering why they wouldn't do it. or Because I know I talked to my brother, motherfucker. I, he's still in a helicopter, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you say the big people that are in there, like, how are you not escaped yet? Yeah. And they go, oh, that I was with Nicky Scarfo, you know, Vicarina, Patty Amato. These are mob bosses, man. And <laughs> drives with Willie Falcone. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck don't you fucking helicopter this motherfucker? Uh-huh. They had helicopter wire. They call it, but you could still drop ahead. head. I'd try some shit, man. I don't know.
0: Oh, for sure, that'd be my my routine. Like, all right, this month yeah. I'm tunneling out. Next <laughs> month I'm swimming at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, yeah, just fuck to yeah. fucking keep trying. It's rub a- your head against the wall. I don't give a shit.
2: Did you ever really consider that, or just because? Uh, not. not
1: so no, I really didn't because I had a date. But I used to say how I would do it all mm-hmm. the time, but I wouldn't consider it because I had a date. Yeah. You know, I, somebody, if I had no date, there's no question that's Well, rolling. what do you I'm think? On.
2: How would you have done it? Do you think,
1: you know, there was blind spots and it depends on the prison you're at and how you think, you know, sometimes you could do it smart ways. They had to have groups come in. If you could really mimic somebody and get them to get you out, you know, maybe your crew,
0: you know, something of
1: that nature. Again, helicopter is mm-hmm. probably would be the best, but they have towers on some, but in some they don't. Now they just have the roving trucks. Now they now the penitentiaries all have the fucking towers and, yeah. and they're gonna shoot, but you know what's the odds of hitting you fucking with a fucking rifle from fucking whatever? Mm. Take a shot and they and are they really gonna shoot? Do they know that's not a hostage situation? Mm-hmm. You know, follow the thing, but you get right to a drop car, drop away, fucking stone, leave the chopper, boom, jump into a car, go another fucking mm-hmm. two miles, drop a car now, now you're gone, yeah, yeah now mm-hmm. you're fucking blended in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they don't know what they're looking for. Nope. you ducking, That's it. <sighs> yep. I, I, all day. If I was there, there, that'd be all I'm thinking about. Like, how many yep. cars is
0: it going to take for me to switch uh-huh. to get the fuck out of here? Get down man. to that. Zero star level. Cigar. <laughs> oh, you're getting down to it. You smoke them all the way down. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, boy, he loves <laughs> this shit. So you had 12 years. Real quick. You had twelve years and you're doing all these things, you had mop panel, this, this, that. I'm sure other things happened. You never got in trouble enough to where they had to add time on?
1: Uh, I lost gain time, so that's like adding time. What's that? Every time you go to prison, if you go to the hole and they give you a, a uh, sentence of twenty eight days, that's gain time. That's you not lo- on your sentence? No, that that like you get every federal prison has to do eighty five percent of their time. Well, that's calculating how many days you would get off every month, and it's whatever it is. So when you go to the hole, you lose twenty-eight days. Let's say or fourteen days. It's like so, in a way, they're sentencing. As a matter of fact, there's been a lot of law try to test that if that's a new conviction, because uh, you know it's really it's it's totally not arbitrary. You know, it's a DHO, discipline hearing coming officer. You know, you you get an infraction for whatever. I They never, ever, ever side with the fucking inmate. You know what I mean? It's just bullshit. It's, it's both. You know, bullshit. <laughs> so your story is not
0: like many, all right? Many people that get out and be successful. I mean, yeah, I did. The, I'm an actor. I'm fucking making music or doing this and that. This is a whole different route, all right? You're talking about the things you've experienced in your life. You, you have a never ending job because you're you. I mean you never you, of course you can run out of stories eventually in thirty years, but it's not like you can't just keep going and keep talking to a new person now this is a new route and now you're having this, and now you can talk about the yeah like this is a whole different did you ever see yourself at all telling about your life
1: and actually making a career of it? No, not so even odd. not even think I never thought about it you know i there was a lot of things I know my story is interesting, I always knew that I know a good storyteller and all that. But I don't know if you know the way it. You know, look for you look for a TV show and this, and I get off of this bullshit and that bullshit. You know, when I was doing certain TV, and I, then I learned how much the industry is all bullshit. I mean, you know, the TV. I mean, it's here now. Obviously, it's YouTube, Spotify. Where we at? You know, it's more now internet based and all that. So, and then I fell into this through that, that. I told you about the Vanity Fair thing. So I fell into it, and then it now. I you know, you think, wow, like you said, where you're at? Holy shit, you fucking bobble your head. And now I look to make it bigger with the cigar brand and, and, and the other things and so many partnerships I said there's there's so many with our industry. You know, we do a pot brand. You know, I mean there's so many freaking things you can do. Yeah. When you have a platform to do it with and you do good with while well, you're doing it. You exactly. know
0: And so. always the number one thing here from all three people right now with the microphone.
1: Just be yourself. Absolutely, man. I don't give a fuck. When that is, that is the biggest statement. Right? And I'm, you know, I don't give a shit. Some people, are, you're crazy. Listen, if if life was to be fucking bottled up, who the fucking wants to live it, man? Mm. Live your life, be who you are, have fun, respect others. You know, respect others like you want to be respected. <laughs> and, and and that's a great fucking world to live in. Nothing Get really goes high, home, fucking. You know, come up with shit. You know, you do your thing. You know, like it's it's just amazing what you can do. Like I said, sitting around smoking a joint, having a cigar, and it's wow. Mm -hmm. All this fucking content gets created. Ideas are going, and that's what it is. Yeah, and the number
0: one thing that we just said—it's just we started off when you're just when you be yourself. You don't have to remember things. You just talk.
1: I I I already forgot whatever we talked about, but it's in my Same. memory. It's like when I, I, I watch, you go, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I remember. <laughs> I mean, it's I not remember. even just that. I mean, I say you know the story. I I, I probably told you know whatever times. Same. It's just because that they are what they are. You, you can't. It is what it is. There's no. Oh no no you were shot no what are you talking about exactly look back twenty years or now I'm out since I'm out fifteen years now.
0: Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a whole nother life. Job. That's a whole nother lifetime of time too. Yeah. And I was just thought. So Awesome, man. Let's go. <laughs> what a story. Uh, what time are we at right now? 225. Oh Looking shit. good, looking good, looking good. Before we get out of here, can you please, please, please tell us about this? Tell us where we can get this. Where can everybody buy this to support this? Because I know I didn't even touch into a lot of stories because I know this won't be the only time we ever you're ever on the show. We're gonna have to have you come back for sure. this, yeah, is, the, this is a I'm very short, it's a shorter episode. I think that we would
1: do. Yeah. I think this is gonna be part two, three, four, whatever. <laughs> we'll it is. Do something. You <laughs> can get more. it. I have a book, Gangster Redemption. Actually, helps. You can get it on my website. You know how the book came about, dude? I mean, that came about when I did the book. I don't know, thirteen years ago, uh, two thousand thirteen or something like that, twelve or thirteen. And you know, people wanted to. I get people wanted to buy it, and I wouldn't sell it, so I own it. I own this motherfucker, right? But, it, you know, the book come about, more and more people are reading it, saying, this is educational. Kids should read. And it is a tough book, to be honest with you. I was not a good guy in the beginning. You didn't want to cross me. It was a, You'll read some stuff. But it also is a human story that someone shouldn't be tortured and beaten and everything else. But it's a wild ride. But thank you. It's a great book. And they can get it on our website. Uh, what's your website? Uh, what's our website? I don't know. Just... Uh- Oh, realitycheckprogram.com. realitycheckprogram.com. <laughs> Did you Put do an link.
2: Audible version of it?
1: Did I do what? An Audible? No, but no. But you know what people actually you do? Should. You know what people say? I don't know about that. They read it from from uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. You could actually go Amazon, read "Gangster Redemption." Yeah, but what if uh, it
0: was in your voice?
1: I'd That'd pay five and ten yeah. more dollars just to get That'd like, want it in Larry's voice?
0: Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking do. Could you? It's a podcast, but they could mm. just read your book on their way to work. You should look into that because that's something that you do once and you get paid yeah. for the rest of your life. Exactly. Forever. All you do is talk for a couple of hours.
1: Yeah. I about. hate reading. <laughs> I, I hate reading my own motherfucking <laughs> book. No, <laughs> well, no. I, if, if I, if you think I'm about it, I'm a big huh? reader, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you think about it, that's something
0: I would definitely, would definitely love to listen to. Okay, I'm going to do it. Let's I'm throw it gonna, out there, but realitycheckprogram.com.
1: Yeah, there's a great stuff. there. There is like you can not only get the book, you can get where we do it, help people, the video, and stuff like that. And that's the link where you can watch it, the one that you said. Don't you can ever literally watch. This. Yeah, yeah, and that's been award winning since 2010, and and it's just so relevant because it's about what's going to happen to you if you keep fucking up. I put got a
2: thirteen-year-old, so we'll be. Oh, on that side absolutely! Just know I'll
1: send you the link, obviously, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, we'll
2: put it in the description
0: too for everyone out there that wants to check out the book <laughs> no, or anything <laughs> okay. else. It's going to be in the description of this video, no matter where you're listening. Mm-hmm. All right, I always have to say that because people in the comments, where can I find it?
1: Just uh, anywhere. Anyway.
0: <laughs> 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 I said at <it>, realitycheckprogram.com. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you very much thank you I really so much yeah, you, it. Had a smoked, great time, you smoked it up heavy man this, this is good shit man <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming oh i so enjoyed it this is
0: how do you say the word
1: oliva, oliva. They're, they're my partner they're a great company man it's I gonna really be am. called crooked diamond my thing is coming out at the end of here summer the crooked diamond it's its own brand unbelievable i picked it that's so awesome. it's gonna be fun man congratulations on i appreciate it i can that. see thank the
0: excitement you. every time you talk about it uh-huh. it's like Little spark, crooked diamond. He hits that hey, shit every time. It's, <laughs> it, it's here, man. Um, where can everybody find you on YouTube? It's just Larry Lawton. If you go, you go on YouTube. You just with Larry Lawton. Larry you Lawton. Out, yeah. Instagram, same thing. Yeah, uh, Instagram. I
1: think at real Larry Lawton. Real Larry Lawton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll put the link in the description for everything. I, I just appreciate want to make that, sure. man. You've been great, man. I really, yeah, Thank I, you I for definitely coming. kind of you coming on mine. One
0: hundred percent. Where are you at? In Florida? I'm in
1: Florida. So we'll gonna, well, my partners out. are in Florida. I've still never been, so I need to go. Yeah, you go. And I yeah. even have an RV I travel around, so we come down where you're at, and we do an R, if you're right oh, in the RV, man. Oh, <laughs> shit. I have that 38-footer with fucking two bathrooms and all this shit. Oh, man. you're living it up oh, yeah. over there. No, it's just that I use that for Don't say re- that's awesome. Anybody with an RV is living the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what
2: I'm saying? For real. That, that you is never, cool on, right you never yeah. seen
1: a guy not happy in an yeah, RV. You Unless he was living in <laughs> it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys all right.
0: thank I really, you so much appreciate it thank you so much guys yeah. this has been the larry Lawton episode from marty larry and yep, i sir, have it. a dope ass day thank you guys thank man, you I really much thank you so much. That, much. much that was
1: uh, that was fun man. that was a <laughs> fun that was fun, fun, fun. Time, man
0: thank you so that much. was good right yeah that was good this did not make me feel bad here we're going i'm hoping cool, i appreciate cool. it but yeah good, marty man.
1: please yeah, what do you feel? Or feel distinguished. Feel like. No, because you get a guest if you want. You
2: say yeah, what we get like a classic guest. Screw, guests. huh?